What's going on, drinking buddies? You know what time it is. It's time for a quick word from our sponsors, the people that make this happen, the people who keep booze money in my belly. Booze money in my belly. That was a good read, Matt. I swear, I haven't started drinking yet tonight. But seriously, this week's episode is brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please members and has features you can't get anywhere else, like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing. Can't beat that. And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month clubs of old. There's no strings attached. Cancel anytime. And if you're not happy with what they send you, you can swap it out. What else could you want from a record club? It is rad as hell. So sign up today at joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is joinvmp.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila is a 100% agave blanco tequila that is ghost pepper infused. Just happens to be 80 proof. It is amazing. In spicy margaritas, bloody marias, excuse me, goes down smooth as a shot. It's amazing. If you are not in one of the lucky states where you can buy ghost tequila in stores, go ahead and pick yourself up a bottle at www.ghosttequila.com. Once again, that is www.ghosttequila.com. Last, but certainly not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. And coming quarter one 2019 to Android. That's right, Android friends. You can finally join us up where the air is crisp using Laughable. Because with Laughable, you can not only subscribe to your favorite podcast, you can subscribe to your favorite podcasters. They make an appearance on another show, shows up right in your subscription feed. It is awesome. It's the best way to learn about new shows. And they make recommendations in app. So if you're on iOS and you haven't downloaded Laughable yet, Go to the App Store, download it right now. It's 100% free. Android listeners, it is coming quarter one, 2019. Go to www.laughable.com. Sign up today on the mailing list. The moment it drops, you will know about it. This week's guest is the serial killer of comedy, Mike Moratori. This is probably one of the most offensive episodes we've ever done. God, I am fucking gassy tonight. This shit goes way off the rails. Mike's a crazy person. Just sit back, pop a cold one, enjoy the craziness. And this one um, is probably going to offend a lot of people. Enjoy. Well, welcome, Mike. Thanks, Matt. This is going to be a lot of fun. I know. I know. My new friend, Matt Slayer. He's a good time, this guy. We've known each other for, what, two, three weeks now? Yeah, maybe two weeks, yeah. <laughs> we have a mutual friend, Danny. He's a quite the character. He's quite the character. Totally blindsided me with that meeting. I thought I was just meeting with Danny that night. 
with when when we met with you. Yeah. That's Danny though. I've known Danny for like ten years. I didn't talk to him for the last four, not because I had a falling out. He literally disappeared. And then I get a I get a a, a Facebook out of nowhere. What are you doing, dog? I'm like, what happened to you? Where are you? He's like, I'm writing crime thrillers. I'm like, what? All right, whatever. Yeah, cool. Get me back in the game, dog. I'm like, okay, call me. So that was it. We started talking. It was like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I show up for a meeting with him, and all of a sudden, I'm meeting you and Matt. Yeah, he, he, well, he, Danny didn't ambush me. He told me he was taking you, but you didn't know you were coming. I was there to talk the podcast and some of his other projects. Oh, trust me, I've had many of those project conversations. Like Daniel, let's just focus on one thing at a time. Can we? Can we do that? Because you have ADHD and I have OCD, and this isn't going to work. We're going to bump heads because I can only do one thing at a time. Because it's two things is too much for me. I have too much shit going on right now. I'm producing a TV show. I'm working on the thing with you, and I'm working on another thing with another friend of ours that where she's the host. And it's just, it's, that's too much. It's daunting. But I have them locked out where they're like set up like this, like stacked over the course of like six months so I can get them all in. But it, it's a lot, man. Uh, you got to have multiple irons in the fire in this fucking town. Yeah, I want to get to a point. I just signed with this huge management company and I told them, I was very serious. I go, if it was, they asked me to go, what do you want to do? If I could just do one thing, I'd be happy. If I could make a lot of money doing one thing where I could really focus I would be better off. And she goes, really? I go, yeah, you know, I, I'm producing, you know, what we do. We do all kinds. You're doing podcasting. You edit. You produce. We do too much stuff. I said, you know, if I could do just one thing, I could just really, like, get good at that one thing. What I like about, like, a Tom Cruise, I'm not really into him. I love his work ethic, though, because he just does movies. But he knows everything about filmmaking now. He's totally, same thing with even The Rock. You know, it's not that he's that great of an actor, but he's great because he can do, he knows that one thing. And that's where I want to go. I want to go deep with one thing. I don't like spreading my focus out. That's a very L.A. thing. It, it makes me nervous. Eh, I am that L.A. person who's just like, I'm all over the place. I got so many fucking projects going. Yeah, because I want to make money. Like, well, I want to fucking make money too. But my the whole thought process is if one of them falls through, I got two or three other ones that I can still fall back right, on. Right, Absolutely. Because you and I have probably both gone to fucking projects, handshake, contracts, and then still fucking nothing. Fucking vapor. Oh, yeah. No, I've done probably, I don't know, 15 real TV pilots. Not one of them made it to the air. I did one with Marta Kaufman, the Marta Kaufman. It was hilarious. She spent like $800,000, $900,000 for this pilot, and it, it was not good. She's talented. I don't know what she was thinking with this. It happens. You'll shoot something, and you think it's great. And then you look at it afterward, you're like, oh, this is not good. Some projects just end up being fucking vanity projects. You've got a lot of fucking money, and you're like, I think this will make it. And it has no fucking basis in reality. No, I see that with my friends all the time. They want to shoot stuff, and then they want to involve me in it, and it's usually a disaster. I'll do it, and I'm like, hmm, why'd I do this, dude? Well, no, it's going to go. No, it's not going to go. You're not Lawrence Olivier. Maybe Lawrence Niggier. You're delusional. We're working on another thing right now for Entertainment One, and it's the idea's good. Are they going to shoot it right? I don't know. We'll see. It looks schizophrenic from what I'm seeing now. But everybody's a dreamer here. 
That's what I love about LA. I absolutely love it. I'm originally from Chicago, and Chicago's a fucking stagnant city. I love it to death, but most of my friends are still sitting on the same bar stool they're at when I left. I like, you know, I've been all over the world. I like LA too. I think if you're meant to live here, you'll live here. Because all of my friends that have moved here have all left. They couldn't hang. They ran out of money. They couldn't handle it. You know, you got to kind of, if you come to LA, you got to kind of let the city rape you. And if you're willing to be raped by the city and you kind of just go with the raping and have fun with it, you'll have fun. But if you let every little thing break your heart, you'll fucking kill yourself here. You got to let nothing break your heart here. You just got to completely roll with the fucking punches. There is so much fucking opportunity in this town. It's fun, too. See, this is the thing. What I love about LA, you and I talked, I love the pussy. Love the motherfucking pussy. There was so much pussy talk before we got on mic. Dude, you know, you know this. I don't even get all these Me Too guys. You don't have to rape the willing. The bitches that I meet, they'll take off their clothes by themselves. They'll do it. You don't have to force them into shit. I think with some of those dudes, willing just isn't their thing anymore. They've had so much willing pussy that... They want to take something they can't have. Right. Because they have... Harvey Weinstein had everything at his fucking disposal. It was so stupid. See, the problem that I have with these fucking guys... It gives sleazy guys like you and I a bad name because we don't, I don't, for, I can honestly tell you, I have never forced my will on a woman. I've never had to. And I, I'm not great looking. I'm charming as fuck though. And I'm manipulative and I know what to do, but I've never, in defense of women, I, you know, I'm not a feminist, but it's like, I, I know a, I have a famous friend that got in trouble. He's in that whole crowd and he forced his will on somebody. And I said to him, I go, what were you fucking thinking? You're rich. Yo, rich, go to another part of the world and do your filth. They'll, you, they'll probably just give you pussy because you're famous. Why? But like you said, it's a power struggle. It's a power trip. I don't get it. I've never been that powerful, so. Me either, man, but it's like. I hope I never am. I hope I'm never to a point in life where it's like, oh, yeah, masturbating into a plant in front of a woman. That's my thing now. No, see, if I got that powerful, you'd be coming to Castle Ho which I would build out in Gorman because it's flat and I could have a field with my, I'm addicted to castles. I love castles. I build Castle Ho and I would be dressed up like a court gesture in piles of blow, (laughs) face buried in the blow. And I'd be out of my fucking mind. I'd be like a scene. Remember the scene? I don't know if you like old movies. Remember the scene Baby Jane with, uh, who was in it? It was uh, Betty Davis and it was, I'm trying to think. So I love old movie stars. Anyway, I'd be, I'd be in a Corchester thing, and I'd be out of my fucking tree. And I'd be like, this a little lipstick for daddy. Daddy's the fucking pretty one. And I would just do crazy shit. Like, I would get my white girlfriend to do shit that, you know, because that's what I like. I like what, I'm into all kinds of shit, but I would be a debaucherer. But I would never get busted for me too, because I would never force anybody to do anything that I want to do. They don't want to be in Castle Hill, I'd let them out. Because now you even breathe wrong in front of a woman. I watched some shit today go down at my fucking gym. I told a friend of mine, I said, do not go up to that girl. You just know what you know. She was this cute little stocky powerlifting girl. I didn't go up to her. I know better, right? I'm doing my thing. I'm working on my back. I started lifting weights again yesterday. 
And he walks up to her, he starts flirting with her innocently, but she started to get pissed off. She finally, she takes off her fucking earbuds. And she goes, you know what, man, I'm trying to work out. If I wanted to hang with you, I'd let you know. And then she went and told the manager of the place and he got thrown out just for the day. But I said, dude, she's in her own, you cannot approach them here like that. They go crazy. If a woman has earphones or earbuds in, don't approach her, period. And what was creepy is these three other old dudes approached her and I'm like thinking, you motherfuckers ain't gonna get into her pants and she's gonna get you thrown out of the fucking gym. So leave her alone. Because I'm watching her do her deadlifting, and I, you know, my cousin's like a world-class powerlifter, and who was a woman. Yeah, but uh, she was cute for like a powerlifter. She'd probably like rip your dick off at the roots, though. Little white girl. She couldn't have been more than 24, 25. But yeah, all these guys were just hitting on her, and I was just like, you guys got to leave her alone, man. It's 2018. You cannot go up to them. And yeah, my friend was just, he was relentless. I go, dude, this isn't 1983. You're going to get fucking arrested. If she wants you, she'll talk to you. Exactly. When a woman has earbuds in, she doesn't want to talk to anyone. No, and I mean, she was cute. You wouldn't throw her out. You wouldn't, I mean, you're used to other things from another world. Yeah, you, you wouldn't deal with this bitch. I wouldn't have dealt with this. I was like, she's cute, but yeah, no, let it work out. Leave her alone. I don't know. I've never been a dude to hit on a woman in a gym, a grocery store. It's just not my thing. I don't fuck with them in the gym. Uh, <clears throat> I like picking up strays on the street, though. I like that. That's my thing. I like that. Like, like I don't. I don't do like the Tinder, and I don't need that shit. I'll just go out and I'll be talking to somebody, and then I just, you know, just like, let me give you a call, and maybe we can hang out and see what happens, and blah 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 blah. Walk me through you hollering on the street. I got to hear this. All right. I had a living girlfriend for a year. She cut hair down at Hermosa Beach. She was a fitness competitor. And she worked next to my other friend at a, at a, at a beauty salon. And she was beautiful. She was Italian and Irish girl. And my friend, Betty, she's like, you're never going to pick her up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, watch this shit. So I walk outside. And the girl liked to roller skate, rollerblade. So as she rollerbladed, I tripped her. And I grabbed her before she hit the ground and we started bullshit. And I, I lived with her for a year. She wound up marrying my friend, which was a good thing because she wasn't for me. Massive ball buster. You're Jewish, right? Yeah. How I, can you tell the nose? The yeah, hair? I'm, I'm Italian. And I'm Italian, Puerto Rican, and black. But my mother's Italian. The ball busting was fucking legendary. Leg- I couldn't take it. And I said, you know, I got a friend for you. And she's like, you're fucking with me. I said, no, my friend has been attracted to you for, since I've been dating you. Why don't you go out with Ryan? They've been married for like 15 years. Breaks is fucking relentless. I go to the house. The ball busting is fuck. I kill myself. Three kids. I said, how do you do this shit? See, the three kids is what caused me to kill myself. I do. I, I, I will not. I almost married a single mom. I... Hate single moms the way black people hate the Klan. You're a fucking single mom, single moms. Date single dads. I don't want to fucking deal with your kids. I was raised by a single mom. So was Danny. Torture. Torture. My stepfather, torture. Torture. My problem with these bitches is they think they're going to trade up after two kids. You're not trading up. You're not. 
It's over. It'd be like me cho- it'd be like me chopping off your fucking nose right now, Matt. And then you're trying to get some more pussy. It's gonna be hard. I'll still do it. You'll give you do it. It's not gonna be the same. I chop off a leg. We're gonna be limited a little bit unless we have a billion dollars. Then there's no limitations. But you got kids, stay fucking married. This new thing where all these chicks have fucking kids at a wedding, like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, bitches. I don't give a shit. I believe in the old ways. Fuck that. How's it working for you? Not very good. I tell my single mom friends, this is what you're going to fucking get if you're a single mom. Crippled, convict, fat, old, unemployed. What am I missing? Gambler? Some crazy-ass minority out of jail. Or a combination of all of them. Like my Uncle Titus, who's 88, missing feet in a wheelchair. That's what you're going to fucking get. I have one friend that scored fat, and she's a single mom. I'll tell you why. She's a psychologist for dudes. And what's, let me tell you something, ladies. Matt love, Matt's loving this shit because it's controversial. I told him I was going to bring it on this fucking thing. Yeah, you did. Fuck let, yeah. Let me tell you, ladies, if you want to get a fucking man and you have a kid, Psychological fact, I go to a cuckoo doctor who's a woman and a single mom and not attractive, but awesome and scored fat. You know what the number one thing is? The guy has to come first. Psychological fact. If he comes first, you can get a dude. This shit where my kids come first, fucking date your kids. It's over for you. Date your motherfucking dog. But if you put the dude first, you might score. And this woman is not a looker, but she's awesome. And she's got a great husband. And her daughter's probably like 28 now. And it works. But it's the only one I've seen. I did it. It was a fucking shit show. I would rather... Somebody said to me, Matt, what would you rather have? A fat young girl or a single mom or a legless girl? I said, I would take a fat young legless girl over a single motherfucking mom. You got no legs? I'll get you wooden legs. But you got no kids. That's beautiful. So single moms, you might hate this podcast if you ever hear it. This is the thing. Date single dads or one of those eight categories I gave you because you're fucked. (laughs) You're fucked. Unless you're like Kamira, whatever the fucking name is, with eight different kids. What's the the dude? Uh, Russell Simmons' wife, ex-wife. She got like five kids from five different baby dads, but she's a millionaire. She can break the law. Heidi Klum, millionaire. If you're a millionaire, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. Plus, if you look like Heidi Klum. Yeah, I, yeah, but you know what? Even that, I'd hit it. I could, you got kids, I wouldn't deal with that shit. Yeah, but how many other dudes would just be crawling over broken glass? Of course they would. My buddy Tom is madly in love with his yoga instructor who's got a fucking kid. I said, dude, I, can I tie her up with that kid? Can we do it? Like, like, what the fuck? It ain't going to work out for you. Good luck with that shit. Madly chases his fucking... I said, she ain't gonna, number one, she ain't gonna fucking date you. Number two, what kills me, these chicks with these kids, is they really think they have game. Like, like you gotta work around their fucking schedule. I'm not doing that shit. I did it once. Never again. I, I, don't, I don't even put myself in situations with other people's children ever. I have a couple of nieces and my friend's kids I'm tight with. Even them. Small to no fucking amounts. I'm good. So if you like kids, that's great. Date other motherfuckers with kids. It's that simple. You can hate me. You're going to hate me after this podcast. I'm a misogynist, and I'm this, and I'm that. Simple. Don't have them. Don't have them unless you're going to stay with the dude 
or date another dude with kids, and you'll be fine. You know Big Liam the comic? I don't. One of my closest new friends. Dude was like a convict. This fucking guy is like a fucking rags to riches story. He has four kids. His wife, Christy, has four kids. They have eight kids together. They're like fucking soulmates. They're the fucking Brady Bunch. It works for them. It Listen, ladies, it's possible. Four and four, and they might have a ninth one between them to kind of solidify the relationship. But they get along. They're like best friends. But four and four. You got no fucking kids, right? Not that I acknowledge or pay child support I, on. Yeah, I got no fucking kids. I might have a couple out there that I don't know about. Please don't find me. No, but listen, ladies. You got kids. Date other motherfuckers with kids. That's the rule for the, the night. You hate me. You'll hear this shit and bitch to your girlfriends. He's an asshole. Fuck that motherfucker. He don't know shit. He don't know shit. I, listen, you got kids and you're not cool. You're going to get passed around in the dating fucking pool like a pack of cigarettes in a prison. It ain't going to work out the way you want. And you better be fucking hot because if you're less than... I have a friend who's a fucking screenwriter. Huge. Can't say your name on the air. Great lady. Four motherfucking kids. Left her husband like she was going to trade up. Crying every day. I can't get a man. You got four fucking kids. You ain't getting no fucking man. See, I feel like the strategy is at that point, you trade up before you leave. Or whatever. But she, what she gets is these guys that like her, they fucking bottom her out like a fucking rent-a-car, and they leave. And it's not that they, they dislike her. They like her. They see those four kids, they run away. Can you fucking blame them? Fuck no. No. So, I mean, the closest I've ever gotten is I dated a girl that had one kid, and that's part of the reason I fucking sabotaged it. Can't take it. Well, it was just I had fucking nightmares about waking up to oh my God, I'm going to have to support her and her kid and I'm going to have to shit all over my dreams for someone else's offspring. Absolutely. You're a selfish fuck, Matt. I am And indeed. I'm a narcissistic sociopath. You think I ain't taking care of your motherfucking kids? Fuck your kids. Take care of your own kids. You pay, Listen, you put them here, you deal with them. My mother, my own mother, God rest her living soul, has full custody of my brother's kids right now because him and his wife are fucking heroin addicts. So you, be, all you motherfuckers need to take care of your kids. I got friends, I trained some Mormons. Mormons are batshit fucking crazy. But they keep shit in line. You don't see a lot of single Mormon moms because there's none of that shit. They got polygamy. Well, they used to. They still do on the side. And they keep everything in order. It's like, or have a lot of motherfucking money. Have a lot of motherfucking money or it's over. I got an old booty call. This bitch has three kids in Michigan. And I'm like, she begged me. Yeah, we should get married. Bitch, you got three kids. It's over. Physically, you're an LA9. With those three kids, you're a negative 74. Get the fuck out of here. Ask me what she's dating now, Matt. Ask me what she's dating. A mobster. Criminal. Criminal. In my category, criminal. Hey, in other parts of the country, I'm sure it works out fine for single moms. One of my buddies, one of my good friends from high school, well, he ended up marrying this girl that he dated in college. She went off, got married, had three kids in the interim. Ten years later, he ended up marrying her. Because he's got no fucking game. He should have called me before he did that shit. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? I don't care if you're in love. Three of my fucking kids. 
and they're not yours. He has one with her now, too, so. Listen, I am a fucking egomaniac. There's three things I will never be, and I told my old lady this before I threw her out. I will never be a pet, I will never be a cuckold, and I will never be somebody's bitch. You're watching some other motherfuckers' kids, you're all three of those fucking things. You're especially a fucking cuckold. Stop it. Stop it. My friend Big Liam, four and four. That, I, like I said, kids, kids. No kids, kids. Good luck with that. That's what you want. You want career suicide and life suicide and just fucking kill yourself. It's over. So back to the no cuckold thing. I'm curious. Do you only do monogamous relationships then? I'm a hoe. And I do this. I'm either in a relationship or I'm fuck right now I'm bottoming out everything I can find. From fat to old to young to ugly. I am bottoming out women like a fucking rent a car. I am breaking those transmissions. Cause I'm single. I was in an on and off relationship for four and a half years. It was emotional fucking torture. Now I'm happy. Look at my face, Matt. Am I happy? I'm happy. Either that or psychotic. I but I'm happy. <laughs> Yeah, you're happy. I'm free. You know why, ladies? I'm free like a fucking tiger running in a jungle. I'm free. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I struggle with the, if I'm in a relationship, doesn't necessarily have to be a monogamous thing. Mostly because of the people I date. Well, yeah, we know what you date. I don't know if you're going to say it on the air. My audience knows who I date. You date porn stars, right? Yeah, often. You can get them. That's cool. Well, Honestly, I don't have many choices about it. Because do you know how many normal girls meet me and like, you do what? No, I'm out. I am Captain, I never, Red, I never, I am Captain Red Flag. I never thought of that shit. So because you edit porn, they're afraid of you. I work in the industry. I met a girl. She's like, let me see your Instagram. She checked out my Instagram. She's like, do you work in the adult entertainment industry? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I, I've dealt with some dudes that work in that business. I'm like, I'm not a performer. I don't fuck on film. He's not a performer. He's not a performer. Uh, my audience knows. It's like this. If I'm in a relationship, I won't cheat because I hate cheaters. My stepfather was a massive fucking cheater, and I deal with that shit all day long. So listen, uh, maniacs that don't like me, those single moms, I don't cheat. But, but if I don't like you, I'm out the fucking door. I don't give a flying fuck. I give you three chances, then I'm gone. Hey, you're more generous than me. I don't even give them three. Yeah, like, like, you know, in defense of women, guys, say, I don't really hate women. I don't give a fuck either way. I don't care what people do. I believe in freedom, okay? If you're happy with your four kids and your convict husband, good for you. Enjoy your shit. I don't want it. There's certain things I just don't like. What don't you like? And what kind of woman don't you like, Matt? Oh, well, I'm not a big fan of a woman who doesn't respect my fucking time. The girl I was kind of half seeing for like a week or two was supposed to come out for Thanksgiving dinner. Hours late. Hours. Uh, listen. I, ladies, you want to get a man, don't be motherfucking Negro late. I'm almost half black. Get a fucking watch. Show, listen, show up on fucking white time. Not black time. Not 45 minutes late. Not three hours fucking late. Not when you feel like fucking showing up because the wind told you to show up. Show, I, dude, I grew up with Germans. I hate motherfucking late people. Mike, let me give you the, how this went down. Originally, I was supposed to take her to a Friendsgiving. That shit fell through the night before. Like, the friends that were hosting were like, oh, we're not doing it because it's fucking L.A. and people fucking flake on 
Of course. They flake at a moment's notice. Right. I booked reservations at fucking Odyssey up in Agora Hills. Oh, look at your bad self. They have a good Thanksgiving spread. I know where Odyssey is. I live out in the valley. Yeah. You are romantic, man. Booked it for me, her, and my other friend who was originally supposed to host the Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. You're good with this? She's like, yeah, I'm good with it. I'll tell you in the morning what time I'm going to be by your place. I'm hoping she's going to come by so we can pound it out before. Yeah, you got to get some fucking Thanksgiving pussy. Exactly. You got to pound that pilgrim vagina. Call her at 11 o'clock. I'm like, hey, what time are you coming by? She's like, I'm leaving my place soon. I'll be there soon. I'm like, awesome. We'll have plenty of time to bang before our 4.30 reservation. We'll even have time to shower up so we don't smell like fucking dirty sex over Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, you don't want to smell like cum and sweat in a restaurant. It's very unbecoming. A little, just a little. Just a little bit, yeah. Roll around to like 1 o'clock. I text him like, hey, where are you at? Nothing. Just radio silence. 2 o'clock rolls around. She texts, I'll call you in a minute. Oh, Lord. 3 o'clock rolls around. I call her. I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going on? She knows that she needs to be at my place at 3.30 at the latest for us to make this reservation. Where'd she live? I, I don't even know where she was coming from. I know where she lives, but I don't think she was at home. She's like, I can make it to your place by four. I'm like, we have a 4.30 reservation. You're going to have to meet me at the restaurant. I go pick up my other friend. We make it to Odyssey at like 4.15. They're running an hour behind because it's fucking Thanksgiving. Of and they, course it is. I don't tell this girl that. 4.25, I'm like, yo, where are you? She's like, I'm close. I'm like, All right, cool. 5.25 rolls around. And I text her, I'm like, yo, where are you? You said you were close an hour ago. Oh, I'm just passing Pasadena. It's fucking Agora Hills. Right. Pasadena is like 30 miles away from fucking Agora Hills. Right. I walk out of the fucking restaurant. I walk out to the parking lot. I call her. I'm like, don't even fucking bother. Just don't even fucking bother coming. Yeah. I wanted to spend Thanksgiving with you. I thought it'd be nice. Don't even fucking bother coming. No, they got to go. And it was, but I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll just join you guys at the table. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. No, you got to man up on that bitch. Fuck her. You're done. Oh, yeah. No, I'm done. Listen, Pasadena, it's over for your stupid fucking ass. Fucking happy Thanksgiving, bitch. Goodbye. Yeah, no, that's exactly how it went down. Bye-bye. And enjoyed a nice Thanksgiving with my friend. I hope you like convict, dick, because that's where you're headed, motherfucker. I'm Uncle Titus with no feet. Good luck on your journey. Uh, she does porn. She'll be fine. She'll get some old motherfucker that's like a, a like a a fan, like a sycophant that'll fucking be into her shit. Yeah, I'm not that guy. No, you're not that guy. I couldn't be that fucking guy. Yeah, that's why it was, I'm calling you. I'm not even going to text you back. I'm like, I'm going to call you. So you can hear the tone in my voice when I'm like, don't fucking bother. No, but you know, it, 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 fuck you. No, it wasn't even all that. She's like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm almost there. I'm really sorry. I'll just join you guys at the table. Like, no, don't fucking bother. Our reservation was for an hour ago. Yeah, listen, bitches. I'm trying to help you here. Get mad at Matt at another. I'm sure you're going to get Matt's going to get hate mail or whatever the fuck he gets from this thing. Uh, get a fucking watch. A watch. And show up on motherfucking time. If you, want, if you don't want a man, show up late. And the guy's probably going to be a guy like me who bottoms you out and doesn't pay for a fucking cup of coffee. I will find a way to do that. There's no me too here. You will be manipulated like Svengali and you get thrown out. How's that feel? Does it feel good for you? Stop your fucking bullshit. Stop. I told Matt I was going to make this controversial and entertaining. Stop 
your horse shit. Act like ladies. Let me tell you something, ladies. Men don't like chicks that act like dudes. I don't know who told you this shit. Feminism is bullshit. Bullshit. I teach anti-rape fucking classes. You want to you listen, you want you want to get mileage out of men? Act like a fucking woman. Act like a woman. Don't act like a dude unless a dude's a fag. Gay guys are great. I love gay people. Okay? Fags will like you. They like that shit. They like the Barbie Streisand, Lady Gaga, strong woman bullshit. You can be a strong woman, but act like a fucking woman. Don't act like a fucking man. We don't want to hang out with you. We don't want you to have armpit hair. We don't want you to fart in front of us. We don't want you to fucking act weird. We don't- I don't give a fuck if they fart in front of me. Matt, Matt's creepy like that. He loves shit like that. He's a dirty fucker. I, hey, I'm not turned on by it. I'm just apathetic. Okay, but listen. You want a dude, act like a fucking chick. It's that simple. Because this feminism shit, you're going to wind up with your fucking cat. You're going to wind up married to your imaginary friend. You're going to wake up one day because you sucked all the wrong fucking dicks. And you're going to wind up in a one-room apartment crying in the corner where it doesn't have to be like that. Hey, I'm all for women can suck whatever dick they want. They can. I'm not going to hate on them for sucking dick. Some of my best friends suck a lot of dick. Listen, you don't want to suck the wrong fucking dick, right? Hey, you probably stuck your dick in the wrong pussy, though. Many times. But I don't listen. I own it. I have probably almost fucked an animal's asshole. I have fucked chicks that was so, so fucked up. But listen, if you want to get a dude... Don't suck the wrong dick. I don't think you should judge someone on what dick they have sucked in the past as long as they're sucking yours now. This is true, but when chicks complain, he was so wrong for... Why'd you spit? I have a friend that is physically a fucking LA-10. She's so fucking hot. And she's so sweet. Latina, right? But she's like whitewashed. Beautiful. She sat with us one day. She couldn't figure out that her boyfriend was fucking gay. She's with him for five years. He hardly touched her. She is physically an LA 10. Not a Milwaukee 10. Not a fucking Alabama 10. A fucking LA 10. I would eat her dirty asshole. Okay, Matt? I would... I Listen. She's telling us this. She's a friend of mine. She's great. Mike, I can't understand what, why he would... He was an actor... And he uh, would work at gay clubs as a go-go dancer. And he would put maraschino cherries in his ass. And the guys would pull him out and pay him $50. He was just doing it, you know, for work. No, I have four gay cousins. I love gay people. He's a fucking homo. You are physically fucking extraordinary. Homo. And the guy was pretty. I saw a picture of him. I'm like, listen, Lorraine, he's a faggot. I'm your, I'm your friend. I don't even want to just fuck you. I like, you're like my homie. He's your friend. How the fuck does he not? He's not right. If you saw what this bitch looked like, Matt, you'd lose your fucking mind. Well, introduce me. She's, We're friends now. Come on. It's fucking delicious, dude. Well, why are we not? And mental. And fuck. Like, how the fuck? He fucked her head up. Five years. It's a long fucking time. I said, I can see you, like, being with him for five months. And motherfuckers dancing in a fucking gay bar. Doesn't that fucking tell you something? He's shoving maraschino cherries up his asshole. She was trying to have an open mind. Yeah, fuck all that. Tomato, tomato. He's a fucking homo. It's okay. Just own that shit. But don't, like, fucking play it off. Well, don't fuck with a poor girl's head about it. Yeah, exactly. 
But seriously, introduce me. I like fucked up chicks. I know you do. You like that damaged Picasso shit. Like their brain is like a Jackson Pollock fucking painting. Like it's like their brain has just been dropped and stepped on and they've had their dreams and spirits broken. See, I'm not into any of that. No, no, I'm not into that. You got to have some shit together. Actually, I actually prefer when they're wildly, blindly optimistic. I, I, I like a mute that owns a liquor store. That's what I want. I want a hot chick that barely fucking talks. Like we could we could talk to each other and sign or like on etch a sketches. That shit's hot. I well, I'll tell you what I'm not into, ladies, because I know you're gonna trash Matt for this fucking podcast. But it's entertaining, right? You're having fun? Oh yeah. Oh good. Because I didn't want it to be boring. I said, we're gonna blow this motherfucker out of the wa- out of the water. Yeah. Um, where were we? Oh yeah. A mutant in a liquor store. Yeah, a mutant owns a liquor store. That I, would be the death of me. No, I like him quiet and demure. Because I'm a diva and a cunt, and I have to be the center of attention, or I don't want to play. Well, you are a comedian, so and I am a diva and a cunt and a sociopath. Am I am I a psychopath or a sociopath, Matt? I think I'm more of a psychopath. Sociop- What's the difference? So sociopaths have no empathy. I have empathy. I like people. I have empathy for people. I feel sorry for people. Then yeah, you're not a sociopath. No. So what's a psychopath? Uh, Look it up for me. I think I'm a psychopath. I took the test. I failed one of them. I think it was psychopath. Because I, I do feel for people. And, I, I, and you know, I know I'm being an asshole on, on radio. I do really feel bad for single moms. No, like, sociopaths have no empathy. Psychopath is a person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal and violent social behavior. That's me. Oh, yeah. That sums you up to that a T. That sums me up to a T. But I teach anti-rape class. So I do feel for women and, you know, single moms. But my theory is if you're a single mom, ask yourself why you got there. And don't do it again. Like, find somebody that can relate to you and, and fix your life. But shut the fuck up. Don't, don't bitch. It's not a, listen, men are good. Ladies, men are good. I have a, I, listen, I'm a fucking asshole. Matt's kind of a fucking asshole. We have great, I, my male friends are the greatest fucking guys. If I had sisters, I would have no problem with any of them dating them. That's how great they are as dudes. None of them can get laid. Matt and I get laid. Matt and I look, I look like, I look like a Negro Anderson Cooper. I am not that attractive, but I'm an asshole. Matt's kind of an asshole. We score. Matt's fat. I'm chunky. We score. Wait a minute. You saying I'm fatter than you? You are fatter than me. No way. Yes way. If we stand up, you're way fatter than me. No fucking way. I'm telling you, man. You are delusional. You're fatter than me. If I pull up my shirt, you're fatter than me by a lot. I'm just large. I'm short, but I'm like almost too. I'm fucking short, but I'm put together. I'm fucking. I have retard strength. That doesn't make you not fat. I'm, I'm, you're fatter than me. Whatever lets you sleep at night. <laughs> We're like an 88. <laughs> <laughs> we stand next to each other. We're like a fucking 88, Matt. Not the white supremacist 88. Not the white supremacist 88. The Jewish, Italian, Puerto Rican, and black 88. That's what we are. <laughs> and don't you forget it, ladies. I wasn't going to drink on the show, but now I am. That, that took like 30 seconds to convince him. I walked in the house, and he's like, you're not going to drink, right? I'm like, what, are you fucking kidding me? I'm looking at that whiskey. It's calling my name. Mike walked in. He's like, holy fuck, you got a fucking bar. Yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's drink some fucking whiskey. And here we are, drinking fucking whiskey. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous, though. I don't know, man. I, what is the wrong dick? 
What, in your mind, in, in that whole spiel, what is the wrong All dick right, for, ladies, for, for Lady I'm going to tell you what the wrong dick is, okay? Because Matt's testing me and I'm catching a buzz. This is the wrong dick, dude. Okay. Ladies, you're sucking a dude's dick. And you've been with him for a while. And he tells you he's a director. And he's a pizza delivery boy. That's the wrong motherfucking dick. It's that simple. He tells you one thing and he's something else. It's the wrong dick. He tells you the CEO of a company. And he's a homeless person. That's the wrong fucking dick. I'm trying to help you, ladies. That's the wrong dick. You have a shelf life. Your cutoff is about 35. You got to score before then. Or you're fucked. Don't listen to what Oprah tells you. Don't listen to what Ellen tells you. Don't listen to these old bitches that tell you shit. It's a lie. In Japan, they have a thing called the fucking happy cake. It's bad. They give you a happy cake at 25. What the happy cake means is, bitch, you better get married soon. You're running out of time. This isn't happy. Eat your happy cake and find a fucking Japanese guy and shut the fuck up. I did not know about that tradition. I'm helping you here. You're learning about culture. I've been to Japan a couple times. Happy cake, dude. These motherfuckers, happy cake. Happy cake. (laughs) Should we start up that tradition here in America? I think we should, dude. In L.A., I think bitches would kill themselves left and right if we broke out. Ha- we had a, just a store called the Happy Cake Store. Come in. Slash your wrists. Cry a lot. The Happy Cake Store. Come on in. Let Mike school you on what not to fucking do to get a man. Though in L.A., if we did the Happy Cake Store, it'd have to be gluten-free and vegan Happy That's Cake. That's fine. It's still a motherfucking Happy Cake. Get married, bitches. It's still a motherfucking Happy Cake. It ain't happy. So will you ever get married? I was married once. I had the shit annulled because I was drunk and I got conned into it. Oh, you've got to give us the story on this. You can't just <laughs> tease us with the tip there. All right. I get fucking... I was dating somebody for five and a half years, right? I break it off. I was a blackout drunk in the 90s. I go to fucking Vegas. I'm walking the streets with my friends. I run into my ex-girlfriend. I wake up in her hotel room the next day. And there's a marriage certificate on the table. And I said to her, this shit ain't going to work at all. Five months we're together. We're at an equestrian center in Lake Havasu. She liked to ride horses because she was white and German and 5'10". She's a piece of ass. We start screaming at each other. I go, not today. I don't want to fight with you. I turn my back. She punches me in the back of the fucking head. So you fucked up turning your back. I did. I turned around. I put her in a clock choke. I put her out. She wakes up. I go, it's over. She goes, what are you talking about? I said, we're done. I go to my friend who's a lawyer. I go, how the fuck do I get out of this shit? He goes, divorce. I said, fuck you. It's been five months. I ain't giving her no money. He goes, annulment. I go, how do I do that? He goes, you got to say you're a homosexual. She's got to threaten to kill you. I said, I'll suck a bag of dicks to get the fuck out of this fucking. He goes, it's not going to work. You've been with her for years on and off. I'm like, damn. I said, I have a plan. Meet me for dinner. He brings his then fiance, who's his wife. We hang out, right? Three hours, Matt. Three motherfucking hours. Eight o'clock, we get there. Five of 11. Your mother's a cunt. You're a cunt. Your father's a cunt. Your family, you're a cunt. You're nothing. This bitch was crazier than I am, and that says a lot. I'm hammering her, trying to get her to break, right? Five of 11, I say, Your father should have been killed in World War II. That was it. 
This bitch snapped. Fuck you, you half fucking black bastard. I'll kill you. I'll kill you was all I needed to get out. I'll kill you. In front of two witnesses, one was a lawyer. Annulled and taken off of my record. No longer married. The judge, who was a woman, fucking went off on me. She goes, you're a drunk. You need rehab. And I've been to rehab five fucking times. Um, it's working wonders. It, yeah, it's, I, I fall off once in a while, but I can control it now. As I feed you alcohol. Right, right. You know me. You know me. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> anyway, she says to her, the sheer fact that you have to fucking get him drunk to marry you means you need to look at your life. And that was it. I was out. That was 20 years ago. It was a beautiful thing I got out. Never getting married again? She would have to be extraordinary. And what's fucked up about me, it's not a look thing. I know, ladies, you're already hating my guts. I've had everything from fat to old to hot to midgets. I have fucked it all. If you don't have a good spirit, I ain't going to fucking keep you around. I'll fuck you. I ain't going to keep you around. So if they have the... They're cute. If they're cute and they're agreeable and they're fun and they like what I like as a person, I'd be into that. But I'm, you know, maybe because I'm getting old. I, you know, I could see it down the road. You know, I'm approaching old age. You know, when you get old, marriage isn't bad. I don't know. I'm not old. You're not old yet. Oh, I'm probably not making it to old. You probably won't now. How old are you now? 37. Mm, 41. You're done. <laughs> hey, I thought this was a fictional age. Yeah, for yeah. I thought, seriously, man. I thought I was going to live till you're like 35. I was done. I totally remember being in high school being like, 30? That's, that's not a real age. That's like fucking someone's parents. That's hilarious. All right, so what else are we talking about? Let's do a different subject. Oh, you're sick of shitting on relationships with women? I'm done now. Yeah, we need to go somewhere else. With Mike's this. spent. I'm spent on that. How long have we been going for? 43 minutes. All right, we need two hours, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about... Uh... <laughs> Mike's old. He's spent. Sorry. 43 minutes. I've shot my wad. I know. I got to clean it up now. Fuck. It's like you haven't cleaned wads up. Oh, sadly, that is true. But I was compensated for it, so it's okay. Let's talk about your career. I'm fascinated with you. Okay. So you work in porn. What do you do? These days, not all that much. What I used to do more regularly is uh, do production assistant work. I spent a lot of time as a roadie for girls. Now, what does roadies do in porn? So I would work the convention circuit or go to strip clubs with girls, make sure they got from point A to point B on time. Yeah, because those bitches never show up on time. Cl- scoop their dollars. You were a dollar scooper? Oh, yeah, I've been a dollar Did scooper. Did you take any of their money? No, I was being paid quite well to be there. Because there's nothing like making a couple hundred dollars per show to hang out in a strip club, get free drinks and food. And you just have to collect their money. Collect their money and so get you them just from- collect it off of like the, the stage? Yeah. That is a beautiful thing, man. And then just get, get them from point A to point B on time. I used to be a PA for fetish videos. Like where bitches are choking out dudes and beating them up. That shit was quite fucking entertaining. We would set up like a boxing ring down in Boyle Heights. Oh my God, it was great. I'd get paid 400 bucks to be a PA for the fucking day. It was beautiful. 
and niche. Oh, God, 400 bucks. This is definitely back when porn had money. Right. These schmo, I call them schmoes. These bitches would smack the shit out of these schmoes. These beta male motherfuckers. They would whip their ass. No sex. No sex. I watched these bitches knock these dudes out. 300, 400, 500 for an hour of wrestling or boxing or both. Schmoes are fucking out of their minds. Normal guys, they want to get laid. These motherfuckers just want to get knocked the fuck out like their mommy beat them or something. Yeah, some people have some interesting wiring. Hey, more power to everyone involved if they're willing to pay and someone's getting paid on it. If you're stupid enough to pay to have a bitch knock you out, that's on you. I don't even think that's stupid. If that's your kink, cool. Yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome. This is like a long time ago. There's not that kind of money anymore, right? No, not at all. I mean, last gig I did a... My day rate ended up being under minimum wage. Fuck that shit. Did you have to like... Did you have to like... Did you have to like soap up spooge and shit like that? No, no, none of that. But I still had to help build the set, operate a boom, ran and got all the craft services. I was the first one on set. I was the last one off. I don't like porn that much to do that. It was, I, it was a, a favor to a friend. All right. So you were, so you were like a fucking wrangler to porn pussy. Tell me about that. Sometimes it was a lot of fun. Sometimes it was a fucking nightmare. Okay. What was the greatest nightmare you ever had? Well, Let's see. Exotica, Fort Lauderdale, I got to say 2012. Okay. I was there with a girl who's very responsible. Like, I don't even know why she hired me. She gets from point A to point B on time all the time. She's fine. We were at an after party. A girl I normally worked with was hosting the party. Mm-hmm. We're in the VIP and these, these porn after parties, the sponsored porn after parties where the public's there, mm-hmm. I like to refer to it as we're in the porno zoo because we're just roped off from the public and they're just standing at the rope staring at us. That like, is fucking hilarious. Like, oh, look at the porn stars in there. They're drinking. Isn't that so cute, Bobby? Wow. So this girl asks my friend's husband, are you a porn star? It's a stupid-ass fucking question. He's not. He's actually a musician. Okay, so they asked him. Yeah, he's like, no, no, I'm not a porn star. My wife is. Oh, wow. He brings her over to the rope to introduce to this girl. I did not witness this. This is just how it was relayed to me. Apparently, this girl said, oh, you're a porn star? That's ass-whooping time. Oh, no, it really was. It really. The, the porn star lit up the fucking normal person? She went to. I literally had to cinch her around the waist. Pick her ass up, walk her back to the couch, sit her down, and she was still going. That is fucking fantastic. I would have let her go on that motherfucker. No, she's fucking hosting the night. She is fucking her own money up. So this porn star was going to go cuckoo clock clock on a normal person. Yeah. Oh, and it was bad enough that I was pinning her to the couch and she is still flailing. And I'm like, I started calling her by her legal name. I'm like, you need to chill the fuck out. You were being paid a couple thousand dollars to host this party. 
if you beat up one of the patrons, you're not getting paid tonight. You should do a video when porno actresses attack. How fucking cool would that be? They're like on a set and some guy says some stupid shit and the bitch goes fucking postal on him and just scratches his eyeballs out. And just goes back and keeps fucking like nothing ever happened. That's, that shit's few and far between. Most of the time it's pretty uneventful. Wow. I always wanted porno pussy. What's porno pussy like? It's pussy. Is it good pussy? Because they like do it for a living. So like they perfect. Like do they lay it on you? Like they break it out on you? Like a like a professional athlete? Or how does that work? It all depends on the performer. I've been with performers where they're just like, I've had a long day. You want to fuck? We're doing this missionary, and you're doing the work. Oh shit, that's kind of shitty. Hey, it was a good time. Was it? Yeah. All right. And then I've had other performers that. It was like, you know, hey, it was a fucking marathon. Porn performers are just fucking people. They're not defined by their fucking job. No, I mean, the problem that I have is not so much the porno people. It's motherfuckers that watch porn and then hate on them. Oh, no, how that's fuck super fucked gonna, up. How the fuck are you going to watch porn and hate on people that do porn? What's wrong with you? I don't fucking know. I, I don't get that shit at all. I do not get it in any way, shape, or form. Listen, motherfuckers. You watching pornography. You can't hate the people that create the fucking pornography. You're watching the pornography. My favorite is my born-again Christian friend, which is hilarious that I even have a friend like this, telling me that it's like a sin to watch porn and that gay people are going to hell and that black people are the devil. It's like, motherfucker, your wife barely fucks you. And she's 200 fucking pounds. What is the benefit of your life? If your God really existed, pray for some better pussy. Watch some porno pussy. Well, you just explained it why he's so upset. Of co- He's angry. Yeah, he's just lashing out at anything at this point. I said to him, I said, your wife is hideous, dude. And she's mean. Like, love isn't just blind. Love is Helen Keller in some sort. It's mute. It's, it's just... Oh, no. I've definitely fallen for the wrong fucking people over the years. But were they hot, though? Yes. Well, as long as they're hot. It's when you fall for a bitch that looks like Snuffleupagus and then has a bad attitude. That's, that, ass, that's ass whooping time. That has never happened. I mean, I have definitely fucked some unattractive people in my day. But I don't go bragging about it. Born again Christianity is fucking weird, man. I would rather fuck an unattractive person. They're just fucking weird. And the motherfucker watch porn. Anyone who is deeply religious is just fucking weird to me. The fact that you believe there's a dude in the sky that's going to tell you what to do is the stupidest fucking thing I have ever heard in my fucking life. Well, it's even worse because he is not even directly telling you what to do. His disciples are interpreting his word for you. Yes. So they're playing telephone with the invisible man in the sky. This motherfucker tried to get me to go to this born-again Christian church. I went, and I got fucked up before I went for my own enjoyment. These motherfuckers are the most hypocritical, belligerent fucks. Everything is a sin. 
Everybody's going to hell. There is no hell. It's a fucking, it's bullshit. There's no devil in the ground, you dumb motherfuckers. No God in the sky. You got good and evil. That's it. There ain't no fucking afterlife. You're out of your fucking minds. I don't even think there's good and evil. Nothing's that black and white. That's true. A lot of shit's gray. Like you and I right now, we're kind of gray. We're talking shit, but yet there's parts of it where we're like, people are good. Other parts, people are fucking assholes. People are fucking people. People are self-serving. People are about their own fucking survival. The end, people. Their own, very few people, and in defense of those people, like a Mother Teresa who just gives to people to give, is a stats of God to me. A fucking dude or a chick that's benevolent like that and just gives and gets the high from the giving is so rare in this world. And they want nothing in return. Those people are truly gods. But the rest of you motherfuckers, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I love when born-again Christian friends of mine will go to church and they will walk over a fucking homeless person that needs money. And they will look at that person like he's not even human. I'm like, motherfucker, if you practice what you preach, you would actually do something nice for that person. Oh, I was just looking up real quick that now there's some financial crimes that went into Mother Teresa's shit too. What did she do? An Indian author who briefly worked at one of Mother Teresa's homes later investigated financial and other practices in Teresa's order. They produced a critical British Shell for documentary Hell's Angel. Let me click on the link for that. Basically that Mother Teresa is the church's propaganda and she wasn't quite as... Was Mother Teresa pimping money? Was our Mother Teresa a pimp? Christopher Hutchins narrates the documentary on camera, introducing and explaining a series of video clips to make a case against Mother Teresa and her enterprise. The documentary's key claim points are the media's... There's a, there's a lot of shit here. Mother Teresa might have had a fucking dark side. She still helped people, but India's a shithole. Have you been to India? I have not. That is, is one of the few places I've not been. Fucking listen, people, you chop off an arm and you stick it in the Ganges River, it'll grow back. That's how fucking dirty that motherfucker is. It's like back to... Oh, it's a fucking shithole. So there's allegations of dying patients weren't given anything more than aspirin, and that drip needles were not sterilized in between uses because the nuns saw no benefit to it, and a story about how a sick but treatable 15-year-old boy should have been sent to a local hospital, but the nuns refused. Mother Teresa's a dirty bitch. Right. That's kind of hot in a weird, anti-religious way. Even Mother Teresa's got dirty hands. Yeah, nobody's clean in this world. Nobody's clean, people. Not me. Definitely not Matt. And all the motherfuckers we know are dirty bitches. But they're good people on some aspects. Well, yeah, no one's purely evil. No one's purely good. You think Adolf Hitler wasn't purely evil? I mean, he was a vegan. Yeah, vegans. He should be your poster child, motherfuckers. Hitler loved dogs. And he killed a lot of people. (laughs) You know, on that one aspect, you can't hate him for that. Yeah, he liked dogs. I like dogs, too. I hate fucking people. But I wouldn't kill six million of them. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of energy, a lot of fucking energy to do that shit. 
Well, they did it with German efficiency. Well, I'm going straight to hell for this one. Well, they did, though. They're very mechanical and very, very detail orientated. But I'm not saying it was a good thing. That's how we were able to convict them of war crimes because they kept fucking notes of their war crimes. Because they're Germans. Future war criminals, don't keep notes. Keep all your shit not documented, motherfuckers. Listen, Trump, if you're going to kill people, don't write that shit down. Understand, nigga? Don't write that shit down. That's cool. He can't write. He can't even tweet. You don't even know about fucking geography. <laughs> My mother's a Trump supporter. It's fucking hilarious because it's like, it's not about Republican. and He's just a fucking, he's insane. And I met him years ago and he's actually super entertaining. He should have never been president of the United States. I don't think he thought he was going to win. No, look at the size of the room he rented. He had a small ballroom. That was not a winner's ballroom. Yeah, no, he didn't think he was ever going to win. And I think when he won, I think he kind of fucking lost his shit. Because he's like, now what do I fucking do? He's the dog who caught the car. He got the lottery ticket. Now he doesn't know what to do with it. I think they're going to impeach his fucking ass. I think it's coming. Yeah, yeah. But that's a segue away from politics because everyone else and their mother talks about that bullshit. Yeah, like Pence. Who knows? I think Pence is a closet fag. You think he's a closet fag? Calls his wife mommy or mother. That's fucking creepy. Hey, man. I wish he would just live a life that would actually make him happy. Yeah, he seems miserable and shit. If I had Pence money, I'd be into some dirty shit. Hey, judging by a lot of other Republican candidates over there, he very well may be, and it'll just come out later. Yeah, I think so. I think he's... See, I don't even blame people that are into, like, hoes and... Guys are guys, you know? Well, there's a reason it's the world's oldest profession. Right, and you're a dude with a lot of money. You're going to fucking stray from the pack. You're not going to stay... Listen, listen, ladies. You marry these fucking ballers. You marry these fucking athletes. You marry these race car drivers, rockstars. They're fucking other women. Why? Because they're the top of the fucking food chain. It's not even a put down to you. They might love you. They just need some side pussy. I believe the, the old saying goes, a man is only as faithful as his options. I couldn't agree with you more. Right now, I don't have any money. I don't have a lot of options. I get rapper money, I'm going to have a lot of motherfucking options. Well, hopefully we sell that fucking special. Yeah, I'm going to be like Charlie Chaplin. I'm going to have like a young wife, like young. Why don't you just be like Charlie Sheen then? What, like in what way? Like with the hookers? With all the craziness. I've met Charlie, who I love. My friend grew up with him. He's actually a great dude. What's sad about him, super fucking talented, but like the drugs and the crazy has like overtaken his life. You can do crazy, people. If you're successful, guys, you can't let it overtake. You can't become fucking Dionysus or fucking Caligula and expect to have a productive fucking career. That shit's going to come back on you. Charlie, the nicest fucking dude, but a pimp. How many wives has he fucking had? A few, including Denise Richards, who I definitely have spilled a couple loads to over the years. Denise lives right near my friend up in Hidden Hills, and she said she's crazy. She very well may be. She was also stunningly beautiful in Wild Things. Yeah. I and heard, I was at the right tender age for that. I heard she don't look like that no more. She got beat up. But Charlie, people, is a cool dude. But... In defense of him, drugs and alcohol, if you can't control those fuckers, 
And whoring, whoring drugs and alcohol you can do in little amounts. You can't get crazy with this shit because you're going to lose your shit. You're not going to be able to fucking rule your world. See, the only thing I think Charlie did reprehensible in that whole situation was that he was with Brett Rossi in a relationship with her and didn't tell her he was HIV positive. Now, how do you think he got it? You think he got it from fucking dudes or getting fucked or I, maybe an HIV, maybe a, maybe a, a drug user? I couldn't begin isn't to guess. Isn't Brett Rossi, isn't she a porn star? She is indeed. I think I've seen some of her work on Vixen HD. I'm sure you have. She's hot. So he, she, but she doesn't have AIDS, right? Because she's no. doing porn. No, he had a zero viral count. while Which they were nothing. Right. The meds suppressed him to the point where he was undetectable. But at the end of the day, she was engaged to him, and he never disclosed that to her. That's fucking reprehensible. That's fucked up. Listen, motherfuckers. Gay or straight, you got fucking AIDS or HIV, tell your fucking partner. If I get AIDS, I'm going to become the sprinkler of death. I'm going up to all my fucking enemies. I'm going to start cutting my wrist and throat and spin around like a fountain of death. Is that why you're trying to get me to drink your blood last night? Someone you want to confess on air? Well, I'm a demon. If you drank my blood, man, you'd fucking live forever. You'd be like immune to everything. It's a, I tell Danny all the time, our friend, he has like ADHD. What do you think he has? Like attention deficit? What the fuck does he have? He drinks my blood. He's going to be so focused like a razor. One, one sip of my blood, he'll be fucking, he'll be like a fucking sherp as a fucking jack. Maybe just start bottling that shit. That's your get rich quick scheme. It might be, man. I might, I might, I might start bottling my blood. You know who my spirit animal is? Who? Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> I, 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 I met this stupid bitch at a club, and she says to me, "What's your spirit animal? Mine's the crow." I go, "Mine." Like Brandon Lee. Yeah, so she told me hers was the crow. Like not a crow, the crow. No, not Brandon Lee. Like a crow, like Ca-ca! Like the okay. bird. Okay, so a crow. A crow. I looked at her. I go, mine's Vlad the Impaler. She goes, Vlad who? Bitch had no idea what history was. And I was done. Yeah, yeah. Don't stick your dick in stupid. Dumb as a fucking bag of rocks. I also don't follow my own advice on that all the time. I, You know, in relationships, I like smart. I'll fuck stupid. But I won't date stupid. If you're a dumb bitch, I can't. My ex, I swear to God, Matt, you're going to love this story because we both drink whiskey. We love whiskey. We're whiskey drinkers. And I said to her, yeah, I used to drink Glenn Levitt whiskey. I used to drink scotch. She goes, I don't know scotch. I know hopscotch. I I know hopscotch. I was done with this bitch. See... I wouldn't even stick my dick in that broad because I'd be afraid that if I blew a load in her and it, the condom broke, something that happened. Ki- her kids were borderline fucking retarded. And what would happen if one of those was yours? Oh, death. I would take care of that shit. That kid would be done. Put to sleep. Some, you know, sometimes people need to go. You need to thin that herd, Matt. Well, I just think there's too many of us. That's why I don't want to breed. I think we should eat people. I think we're getting to that point where I think cannibal. We should do like cannibal stuff like once a month. Don't worry. When the United States collapses, it'll happen. I, I'm the only spick Negro Matt knows that can hunt, fish, and trap. I grew up in the woods. I can hunt and fish and trap like you motherfuckers. My friends like to camp. and they go, I grew up in the woods. I hate. I love living in a fucking city. I hate motherfucking camping. 
I grew up with American Indians, who I love, by the way. I, you will never hear me trash Indians. I love Indians. Um, but like, to, like voluntarily fucking camp? Fuck you. I was forced to live in the woods. It was fucking all. Oh, I fucking hate it. Canoeing, kayaking, rappelling. I used to hunt as a kid. I'll, if the world ended and I had to hunt animals, I would. But would I just go out and start shooting deers and fucking... It's not my thing now. I used to hunt with a bow and arrow too, by the way. So fuck you motherfuckers. If you're really good, you hunt with an arrow. You hunt with a bow. You don't fucking hunt with a gun. If you really have balls, which I wouldn't do, but my boy growing up, Ben, who was an Indian, did, he would hunt bear with a bow. Good luck with that shit if you fuck up. Hard pass on that. Hard pass. Hard pass on what? Hunting a bear with a bow. Fuck that. Dude, I, I watched... And I don't believe in this shit, by the way, people. I don't believe if you hunt that you should go to a game reserve and put an animal in a pen and shoot it. It's fucking disgusting. And I, this is some funny white person shit that you people don't love. Ben and I had these two assholes, Tim and Jerry. Stupid-ass white names. These motherfuckers want to become a Marines, but this is a funny story. They decide... To buy a black bear, you can, back in the day, you could actually buy one, kill it, and put it on your wall, which I think spiritually, I love animals. It's fucking awful to do that to an animal. Anyway, karma's a motherfucker. These assholes decide, instead of shooting him, this, this bear with a gun, they were going to shoot him with a bow. And this is what happened. These two fucks were around the fence. It was a wooden fence. They shoot the bear in the scapula, the back of the shoulders. It didn't penetrate anything. It hit the muscle and pissed the fucking bear off. Bear went through the fucking wood frame of the fence and mauled the fuck at a... Not, didn't get one, got two. How beautiful is that? By the time they shot that fucking bear, these two fucks were fucking torn up. I'm talking like 300 stitches on one. I mean, one of them, he ripped the side of his leg off to the point where I think the motherfucker lost his leg because he tore so deep that the fuck was just bleeding and caught the other one. They're shooting the bear. It it was This is how strong bears are. Bears being on clips are being unloaded in the bear by the game preserve people. They're just shooting this motherfucker, but they couldn't get a clean shot on his head. He fucked these two. He had them pinned underneath him, and he's eating the shit out of them. It was a beautiful day in nature. That shit is so fucked. Okay, if you're going to hunt people, and this thing I respect about hillbillies, real hillbillies, I grew up with them. They will hunt a fucking animal. They'll go in the woods. They'll get shit-faced. They'll hide. They'll sneak up on the fucker. They'll play the game. Motherfuckers put an animal in a corral and shoot him. You get, you deserve to get fucking eaten. That's my theory. It, it's just so fucking rude. It's so fucking rude. If you're gonna hunt them, make it fair so you can be hunted too. Now that's hot. I agree. It's not my scene. I'm not about the great outdoors, but listen, I am not either. I'm hanging out with Matt right now, drinking whiskey in Hollywood. So I should tell you what we're into. We ain't fucking with that. Yeah. No. When Western civilization collapses. Uh, once I run out of ammo, I'm fucked. I'm well marbled. I'm going. They're going to take me out. No, I'll teach you how to kill people. 
and we'll, we'll, we'll get a fortress. We'll get Danny, because Danny likes to talk a lot. We'll have him just mumble out in the front, and we'll draw people in, and we'll trap them, and we'll just do what we do. Oh, I'm actually a pretty good shot, so. You gotta, it's a 21-foot rule. You got you to gotta catch them at 21 feet, because if they get past that, then you have a fucking problem. Oh, I know. So one thing you don't know about me, my audience knows, I worked on armored cars for over a decade. What'd you do on armored cars? Like, delivered money. Get to, tell me about that shit. Yeah. We're new friends. I want to know about that shit. That's fascinating. What? Tell me about armored cars. Yeah. No, I used to, every fucking day, be on a truck delivering money, all sorts of neighborhoods in Chicago. Did that shit for- now, Did you have any shit go bad? I've told this story on air once. In all my years, I only thought I was going to actually have to shoot somebody once. What happened? Sorry for the audience that's heard this before. So I'm coming out of the Chicago equivalent of a Vons. They used to send these big inner office mailbags that we had to pick up on top of their cash. Now, was, was the cash in the mailbags? So we had a mailbag, and then I had the currency as well. Okay. There's a two-seater parked behind the truck. Got it. Two guys in it looking at me talking. Oh, they're going to set you up for the kill. The way the setup on the store is we used to go in and out of the exit door. So there's an exit door here. The entrance door is about two, three hundred feet the other direction. They're looking at me talking, looking at me talking. I'm like, this ain't right. If they were picking somebody up, they wouldn't be in a fucking two-seater. No. I exit the first door of the vestibule. I see them clocking me. I draw my weapon. No shit. I could seal it behind the mailbag. No shit. I clear the second door, step out to the street. The guy in the passenger seat, gray hoodie, hood pulled up, runs at me full tilt. No! Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. He is literally closes the distance before I can say stop or I'll shoot. He That's gets to, what happens. I deal with that shit every week. So he gets to see the business under the Glock. Literally, him not being white saved his life. Why? In the split second it was going down, I'm like, if I shoot an unarmed Hispanic man, I am going to prison. Not anymore. Nah, not with that shit. Not to, if in run- 2005 in Chicago? Listen, if they're rushing you and you, you're, you're an armored guard that's getting money, I deal with this shit all the time. No, you wouldn't go to jail. That's, that's an easy ex- explanation. Motherfucker trying to rob you in a public place with people around you. I, this is in the split second it was going down. That was my decision. This was, now, where was this? At Avon's? Yeah. Okay, he would get life. He would get 20 years because there's people. You're a guard. You're paid to carry money. You have a license. You're paid to carry a firearm. He, oh, he, that's, that's, that's 20 years. But in the split second, it was all going down. I decided if his hand comes out of his pocket, I don't care. I'm shooting him. He saw the gun. He just ran past me. Smart motherfucker, wherever you are. In the whole altercation, the only words I got out of my mouth was, you dumb motherfucker. You dumb motherfucker. There was never a verbal command, stop or I'll shoot. All I did was call him a dumb so, motherfucker. Now, you never had anybody like in the movies trying to rob the armored car, like in Heat and shit like that. Fuck no. Heat was a great fucking movie. Oh, one movie. of my favorites. Absolutely one of my favorites. Badass movie. Heat actually caused a breakup for me. So when I first started on the job, I was dating a girl. I don't know why, what possessed me, but we watched Heat. Right after I started the job. I love De Niro and Pacino. Those motherfuckers are badass. It's a great movie. But she freaked out because of the opening sequence. That opening sequence is off the fucking chain, people. It is. But she absolutely freaked out. She's like, oh my God, you're going to die. You can't take this job. I'm like, 
I got to fucking work. What did they pay for that shit back then? So when I started, it paid $10 an hour. Oh, Lord, you're fucking stupid. As much as you wanted to work, you could work. So you could work like 24 hours a day. Yeah, we had, Chicago had night routes. You get off your route in the morning, you could go work a night route. I started in April of 03. And even making 10 bucks an hour, I made 45000 the first year. But you only had one incident where you got attacked like that. Yeah. Oh, and to follow up with that story, I totally forgot. I threw myself in the truck. I have no idea what happened to the driver. I had tunnel vision on the guy who rushed me. My partner, who is normally a very serious dude, is on the ground crying laughing. That is fucking hilarious. He's like, holy fuck, dude. I think that guy shit himself. I'm with guns still in my hand. Like, holy fuck, dude. Did you, did you fucking? Holy shit. There's a thing called the 21 foot rule. I'm well aware of it. You are, actually. <laughs> what people don't know, if you go to shoot somebody and they're not, they're closer than 21 feet away and you can't close that gap with the gun, you're getting fucking killed. You're getting chopped up. You get, I, my cousin's a cop and I used to teach martial arts for a living. He's 6'4". I'm the runt of the family. I could close on that motherfucker effortlessly. He could never get a clean shot on me, ever. I would disarm him. I'd slam him into the concrete. And I said, I said, what's going to happen? You're going to hit him in the shoulder, here, the side, the leg. They're going to keep coming. Guys on PCP, there's a great video on YouTube. You got to clock in. You got to be over 21 to see it. They had this El Salvadorian motherfucker on PCP with a machete. These stupid fucking cops didn't unload the clip on this fuck. They tried to, like, control him. Huge mistake. Six of them, he killed three before they killed him. Because they're shooting him. He's PCP'd out of his mind. He doesn't feel a fucking thing. And he went crazy. He killed his wife with a machete. It's a big fucking shit show. Oh, and this is why you got to shoot center mass and hopefully shut down their central nervous system. Absolutely. Absolutely. You shoot, you know, groin, stomach, boom, boom, neck, head. You just shoot up, bop, 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 because the gun will kick up. If you go from the head down, you could miss the motherfucker. Well, you don't want to shoot at anyone's head in the first place. It's a small target. No, and it when, is a small target. You want to shoot them right fucking here. You got to stop that motherfucker. Because if I shoot you center mass, there's lungs, there's heart, there's major arteries. You'll collapse the fucker. If you can, you know, listen, I, I have friends that are police officers that are amazing shots. Close range, long range. They'll shoot somebody in the head and drop them in one. They, they, I, I've watched a friend of mine. He could be talking to you, and the target's like on the side, like this. Like it's to the side of him, and he could shoot and put it right in the fucking target's head, its heart. But this motherfucker shoots probably... My boy probably practices, no bullshit, at least four hours a week on his own. He just likes to shoot targets, and he's unreal. And he can shoot with a Derringer, too. He can shoot up close. He can drop and shoot you. He's unbelievable. But even most cops don't have that fucking skill. Well, statistically, your accuracy drops by 50% in high-stress situations. Because mm-hmm. I, I used to train police officers and. Once that adrenaline dump kicks in, you start to forget shit. Oh, no. I told you. I have no idea what happened to that driver or that car because I had tunnel vision on the guy who rushed me. If that guy had pulled a gun and started shooting at me, I probably wouldn't have returned fire at first because I was so concentrated on the guy who ran past me. Yeah, motherfuckers that come close to you, you pull a blade on them. 
Your grandmother with a knife becomes a six degree black belt. You chop that motherfucker up. It's like, you know. Well, I spent a lot of my career being an ATM service tech. Now, what the fuck do you do with that shit? Refill them, all that fun now, shit. Did you ever get robbed with that? No, but the amount of times I've pulled guns on people. See, the 05 incident is the only time I legitimately thought I was going to have to shoot somebody. Uh-huh. The amount of times I've pulled guns on people is in the hundreds, if not thousands. Really? Yeah. Over what, just motherfuckers trying to rob you? No. Statistically, an armored car robbery is a cased gig. They generally case the truck for... I've heard that, yeah. For a minimum of three days on average. Really? Yeah. If you are dumb enough to approach me while I have an ATM open, you are being treated like a threat, period. And can you just openly just unload a clip on that motherfucker? How does that work? No, I'm, I'm not doing that kind of paperwork. So you warn them before you shoot them, right? If you start to approach me and I have an ATM open... The gun comes out at a guard position, and I tell you to back the fuck up. Okay. If you continue to advance, then you get a gun pointed at you. That's fair. And if you start moving in an aggressive fashion, then we see what happens. All right. Especially because for a couple of years I was in not a great area of Chicago. Have you ever heard of Joliet, Illinois? No, I don't know. I don't it's, know where where sta- it's where Statesville Prison is. Oh, all right. Dumb motherfuckers would try to approach the ATM. For something as stupid as to try to get an envelope. Dumb motherfucker. Well, I'm While gonna... you were unloading the fucker. Right. Dumb motherfucker. So I'm going to treat you like you're a threat, even though I'm judging by your body language, how you're acting. I'm pretty sure you're not a threat, but I'm going to treat you like a threat. Yeah. Because if someone's casing us, they go, that's not the guy. Those motherfuckers are aggressive. Those motherfuckers are on their game. We're going to find a truck with a guy who's weak who's not paying attention, who happily lets that guy come up and get an envelope in the name of good customer service. Some motherfuckers need to be fucking shot. Well, this is the problem with the whole security industry in general. It is low paying and has a low barrier of entry. Most security companies, especially in LA, you have a guard card, you have a job. That's true. Some of these places pay minimum wage or barely above it. It's fucked up. Uh, I was talking to a guard working at a site for a fairly prestigious company, and the shady security contractor they work for are paying them minimum wage on 12-hour shifts and not even paying them overtime. I've trained a lot of guards. They fucking, even cops don't have a lot of fucking like hand-to-hand skills or like weapon skills other than a gun. I don't know, man. It's a rough gig when you have to... Like bodyguard a person or fucking security because some motherfucker gets crazy. And, you know, with real fights, people don't know this. It's always multiple attacks and weapons. Oh, yeah. It's never this Gracie jujitsu shit. I was a grappling champion. I'm a fat fuck now because I've been hurt for the last two and a half years. I just started working out Monday, yesterday, two days ago. I tore my abdominal wall and I, I couldn't do shit. I'm teaching classes, but I can't function. But I can tell you this, and Matt knows this. This is the one common thing that we know, because I didn't know he did this. All real fights are multiple attacks and weapons from the beginning. This shit where you're going to wrestle on the ground with a dude, his friends are going to kick the shit out of you while you're on the ground. Oh, yeah. And they're going to hit you with shit. Chairs and crowbars and screwdrivers and bottles. Not only do I see it, me and my teacher teach it every fucking week. No real fight. 
It doesn't make any sense. If I'm going to rob you, I'm going to bring three of my fucking friends to take you the fuck out. And we're all going to have some kind of weapon. A machete, a knife, a fucking chain, a bat, something. 100%. And people wonder why I often will just try to de-escalate things. I had a thing a week and a half ago. I, the plaza where the Burger King's at over on La Brea and Sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know exactly where that is. I pull in. And I'm waiting for some dumb broad to pull her car out. Some guy pulls in behind me and is blaring his fucking horn because he's halfway out to La Brea and he pulled in too close behind me. I rolled down my window. I'm like, dude, go around me. I'm waiting. I'm like, fuck you, blaring on the horn. He threw something at my windshield. He's flipping me off. He pulls into the Burger King drive-thru. He's still flipping me off. I'm like, just wave at him. Smile. I told that story to my friends. like, why don't you got your car and fucking attack no, the guy? No, and I'll tell you why you assholes should not get out of your car. Matt's absolutely correct. Because that motherfucker might have a gun, or an axe, or a machete, or a knife, or a, or a telescopic nightstick, or a fucking screwdriver, or a hockey stick, or a base. Listen, I've seen everything. Chains. I love, because I still teach, I love when motherfuckers come to me. And like, you know, what if I get in a real fight, you know, I'm going to fight. I said, listen, motherfucker, it's going to be two seconds. I'm going to count back to four. Somebody's getting knocked the fuck out. You ain't doing five rounds in the cage. It's over. You blink. Some motherfucker is either knocking you out or you're knocking them out. The end. The end. It's all bullshit. The best case scenario, you're going to get you two are going to scream at each other and waste your fucking time. That's the best case scenario. That's listen. I tell people, and it sounds weird coming from my crazy ass, do everything humanly possible not to fight the other guy. And I'm going to tell you why that is. You beat the shit out of that motherfucker in L.A. and you hurt him, and he comes rolling into the courtroom in a wheelchair, you're fucked. i tell you how you do it. And then you're going to love this, Matt. My ex-girlfriend, right? Her, husband th- her ex-husband threatened me. This shit was uh, a muratory classic. I'm in her fucking clothing store, and I know the law. I said, you know what, Ron? Why don't you bring your brother, Dwayne, and the bouncer, and this is what we're going to do. My, my trunk is filled with weapons. We're going to pick weapons, all four of us, and what's going to happen is I'm going to kill all three of you. And when I do, it's a self-defense charge, because in California, if it's more than one person, I get off. If I fuck up, Three or four of you, I don't go to jail. I've been, I got in a fight in Westwood. This is three years ago. I'm doing a comedy show. This bunch of UCLA fucking football players, right? I'm, and I didn't, you know me. I didn't do anything to even remotely aggravate these fucks. I didn't heckle them. They're shit-faced. They're on drugs. I'm doing my act. It's in like a Persian restaurant on Westwood Boulevard. Motherfucker throws a salt shaker at my head. I move my head. The salt shaker basically skims my ear and hits the wall. I panic because I'm on a stage. I jump up on the table. After that, I blacked out. I just kicked the shit out of everybody. Shattered a fucking cheekbone. I got hurt, too. I got my fucking... I got my nose broken. I got a tooth broken. And I got my ribs broken. But I, it was like four dudes. I fucked them up. Right. And that's, that is my point. Is even if you win, you lose. Right. The Persian restaurant owner was amazing 
because I love Persian people and I love the culture. He, he had a camera that took all this shit down. The cops come. They don't arrest me. They go, what do you want to do? I said, I got to press charges. They broke my fucking ribs. What happened? They, att- they got kid through a soul check at me, and I flipped out. I, I, I had to defend myself. I get a call from a lawyer. I guess one of these kids was a quarterback or a fucking linebacker at UCLA. I collapsed his cheekbone. They wanted to sue me. I said, you have no fucking case. Well, why is that? Well, there was five of them and one of me. And I'm injured. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Take me to court. Never saw a courtroom. They settled out of court. I got a little bit of cash. The moral to the story is do everything humanly possible not to fight other human beings. In Los Angeles, if you're in Alabama, yeah, you two motherfuckers go out in the field and kill each other. Nah. But it's not a good idea because somebody is going to set you up for the kill. They're going to have friends. They're going to have guns. They're going to have fucking weapons. You're going to get fucked. Eventually, your luck is going to run out. And even if you fucking win, the legal repercussions can be fucking bad. If it's one-on-one and you hurt that other person, you're probably going to be reprimanded. To what degree, who knows? Well, and here's the thing. Even if it's two-on-one, three-on-one, and you know, depending on how their story goes in the jurisdiction, who they're connected to, who knows? There's a lot of fucking variables. If you go on three-on-one in L.A. or California, you kick the shit out of them, the judge going to let you out of it. Right. Because the judge is going to ask them, why did you assault him? Were you trying to rob him? Were you trying to steal his car? And I have never seen a case where the three motherfuckers could explain why they attacked that one guy. Unless the guy was on PCP or dust or he was shit fit. But if you're just a normal dude walking out of a restaurant, you get attacked by three dudes, the case, they're going to drop. You're not going to jail. But, but. I guess what? I don't have time to fucking go to court on that shit. No, that shit. I'll give you an example of another thing because we're talking about, this is going to be an interesting podcast for you. How much time have we done? We've done, we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. We've got a little time left. I had a friend that I used to train, big dude, great guy, in a fucking bar in L.A., out here, in like a dance club, talking to this chick. This chick is flirting with him. The lights are dark. This other chick comes up, who was this woman's girlfriend, punches my friend in the face. My friend could not tell if it was a man or a woman because it was dark and she was big. He hit this bitch and fucked her up. Broke everything in her face. The bouncers took my friend's side. The club owner took my friend's side. He's still fighting this shit three years later, $70,000 later. The judges keep throwing it out of court and the lawyers keep bringing it back into court, which is costing him a fucking fortune. The judge threw it out of court. He goes to her, you have no case. You rushed up on him and punched him. In the, what, like, what, what, what do you think was going to happen? They throw it out. It's overturned. They throw it out. It's overturned. My friend is a normal fucking dude who doesn't fuck with anybody. And he's fucked. He's fucked. He's, he's in court every fucking six months over this bullshit. And this bitch ran up on him and punched him in the face while her lesbian, quote-unquote, girlfriend was flirting up a storm with my friend. 
I was not there. I did not see it, but I believe my friend is not lying because all the bouncers and the owner of the club took his side. But he fucked, dude. He, I saw the picture. He fucked. It was fucked up. He's big. He's got, he, he probably can bench press 500 pounds. He hit her. Half her face collapsed. That's why they keep overturning it. But the judge, it's not the judge. The lawyers over, trying to overturn, overturn, overturn. Her face is fucking destroyed. She's a big bitch. She's like 6'1". But she thought she was a man. She manned up on my fucking boy. Should he have hit her? I don't know. He, she hit him first. This is for ladies, ladies. She punched him in the face. She had a thing of rings. She fucking ripped it, like half his face, like just fucked it up. He panicked. The adrenaline kicked in. He hit her back. But he's in all kinds of... Fu- Listen, and it's called fight or flight for a reason. He's in all kinds of fucking trouble. My friend is rich. Thank God. Because if he was a normal dude, he'd be fucked. Oh, yeah. No, if that happened to me, I'd be like, cool, I'm moving to another country now where y'all can't get me. No, my boy has spent about, in three years, $70,000 to stay out of at a, at a jail. They can't get him on a... She, she hit him first, so there's no... She can't get him on that. What she's trying to get him on is damages. Her face. They had to reconstruct her face, which probably cost 50, 60 grand. Her face was fucked. He goes, should I have hit her? I go, dude, I would have fucking hit her. You didn't know it was a woman. It was black. The, the bouncers were on it. No, oh, you know, she came up on him. We didn't know it was a woman until we hit the lights. What the fuck? Oh. But the moral to the story, now... In defense, he doesn't go out anymore, doesn't go to clubs, won't even go in a bar. He will eat with his wife, who's he's married now, at a restaurant. That's it. He, he told me, he goes, Mike, I won't even come and see you do comedy because I'm afraid. I said, as you should be. I, listen, I will defend you to the end. You should not leave your house. Ever. Because of what's going down. You're, but you're, that's no way to fucking live. No, but he fucked up. He should, should he have hit her? I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I don't know. She hit him, and she hit him hard. She was big. She fucking unloaded on him. In that situation? Yeah, he should have. He, when she hit him, he thought it was a man. It was black. It was dark. You know, he hears this voice coming through the dark, and she cracked him, and he cracked her back, but he, when he cracked her, that was, he does like strongman competitions and shit, people. So that should tell you how motherfucking strong this fucking dude is. He's got, he's fat. But he's crazy strong. If he hits you, it's oh, you're done, done. Well, it's done. an important life lesson. Don't hit random people. Yeah, you know, the judge kept throwing it out. Different judges, like 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 this one judge kept fucking throwing. He's like, "There's no case. You punched him in the face." And the fucked up thing is, he's not even pressing charges against her. He just wants to get out of it. The fucked up part about it is, he would probably have a better case if he had pressed charges. But I, I think, I think they're going to court one more time at nineteen. I think it's going to be dropped because she clocked him in a fucking bar, a dance club. The fucking girlfriend was overtly flirting with my friend. Never revealed she was bisexual, whatever the fuck that is. And and he defended himself. Well, and those other factors don't really matter. He was assaulted and he defended himself. I tell people. Do not go to fucking stupid ass bars. Do not fuck with other people. Leave people. Listen, 
I hate real racism. I used to live in Valencia. I used to live in Santa Clarita, right? I'm at a fucking restaurant. And I'm watching this shit go down. I wasn't even involved in it. I felt bad for the guys. These Middle Eastern people weren't fucking with anybody. They were just a group of guys hanging out with their friends. And these white dudes were calling them sand niggers, screaming at them. Started a full-on fucking brawl. And I'm talking a high-end restaurant. I'm not talking a fucking, like, dive bar. And it got crazy. The cops came. And the sad part about this whole fucking thing is these fucking cops were fucking with these Middle Eastern people. And me and my friend and my girlfriend and his wife walked up to the police and we said, you know, they asked us. They go, what happened? I go, they didn't do anything. They were cool. They were minding their own fucking business. These maniacs were screaming across the bar. I go, fuck these white motherfuckers. It never went anywhere because I kept in touch with one of the guys. The Middle Eastern guy was great. And he was like, Mike, it was dropped. I was like, you guys didn't do anything. He goes, no. But the creepy thing about this is the fucking cops wanted to arrest these four dudes. They did nothing. And this was a high-end restaurant in Valencia. It wasn't like a fucking shithole. But these white fucking dudes start screaming obscenities at him. Fuck you, you fucking sand And then walked up to the table and started a fucking brawl. That's so fucked. But they went to court and the judge is like, fuck you. There is no case. Why did you go up to them? Did they say anything to you? No, you're just racist and fucking insane. Those white dudes should have been charged with a fucking hate crime. Yeah, it was a it was a fucking hate crime. The, what was fucked up, though, if you watched these police officers go up to these Middle Eastern people, it was sad. I was like, because they asked, they were stupid enough to ask me. I'm sitting there like 30 feet away. They, I said, they did nothing. What are you talking about? What do you mean, what am I fucking talking about? I'm watching it go down. These white motherfuckers walk up and start calling them fucking racial obscenities. These guys are rich. This restaurant was a fucking $50 plate. There's no fucking bullshit here. And they dropped it. And I kept in touch with one of them. He goes, Mike, you know, it was, it was horrible. I go, dude, people are people. Like real racism, when you just hate motherfuckers for no reason, that's just stupid shit. 100%. Like, 100%. Like, listen, listen. The cool thing about living in motherfucking LA, everybody, I have every kind of fucking friend. I have transgender friends. I have gay friends. I have lesbian friends. I have black friends. I have brown friends. I'm all three races of people. I got Jewish friends like Matt. I got fucking friends like our friend Danny, who's high yellow like me. I got everybody. What's cool about this fucking place? Racism is like a two or a one. You go to fucking Tennessee, where my brother lived, it's like a nine. I grew up in New England, Boston. One of the most racist fucking cities on the face of the fucking earth. Have you been to Boston? I have indeed. I'm going to give you a good story. What time are we at? We got 20 minutes. All right, I got a good story for you. It's for you people, ones that don't hate us. I speak, I auto repossessor in New England, right? Oh, that's a fucking miserable job. Okay, let me tell you about this story. We go to Worcester, Massachusetts. I've been to Worcester. Oh, it's Worcester's fucked up, right? My, my, my partner's black. And he's a Yale graduate. I'm Puerto Rican, Italian, and black. I'm like 40% black. But I look weird. I don't know what I look like. I have gray hair, and I look like an old dwarf. I look like a Negro Anderson Cooper, but only fatter. I'm fucked up. So we go. We go to get this car. 
Irish guys, Irish families there like to live in triplexes. These fucking generations of these maniacs living in these fucking apartments, right? It's like a fucking house, but it's like a triplex. People know what that is. These motherfuckers start calling. Can I, can I say the N-word on here or no? Say whatever you want. All right. They start calling my boy a nigger. Fuck you, nigger. Fuck you. One of them throws a rock and hits my friend in the head. My friend loses his shit. Now, we, I grew up, we lived in a right-to-bear-arm state. Like Matt, we had a carry license. I have a gun. He has a gun. It's winter. My friend takes off. Blood everywhere. My friend comes back with a fucking flamethrower, people. Like shit you see in Rambo. We don't even know how the fuck he got this. He goes to the side of the house, wintertime, and burns the side of the house. Why? Takes out the fucking power. The house, the heat was electric. Burns the side. If that house, if it wasn't cold, that house would have caught on fire. But oh, it, was, God. it was snowing. It was cold. It just burnt out the power source. The lights went out. It was like 5 o'clock in the afternoon, but it was dusk. These motherfuckers panicked. They pushed the car up. Fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck. Roll the fucking car out. Fuck you, nigger. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck. Roll the car out. They roll the car out. I have keys, of course, for the car. We take off. My friend burnt the side of the fucking house. I got another story that you're going to love. My friend killed a lot of animals. Let me tell you something, people. You kill people's animals, bad karma. Bad karma. We go, we repo a fucking car. My friend decides to climb the fence of this junkyard. Horrible fucking idea. The shit is locked. Beware of dog. Beware of dog. Dog beware. Beware of dog. Everywhere there's this fucking side, right? So we had no idea it was on the other side of the fence. I would not climb that fence because I'm not that fucking dumb. This maniac climbs over the fence. And all of a sudden you hear, I look in the fuck. It's like a, like a chain mail fence. I'm looking and I see this Cujo looking fucking dog. I don't know what the fuck this thing was. It was like Great Dane, Mastiff. It was huge. And it was pissed. Bites the sh- gets my friend's arm. And my friend was big. He was muscular. Bites the shit. Bites his fucking army, stabbing the fucking dog. The dog is um, 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 rips his arm, just rips it apart. Finally stops the dog, kills him, hurts him, whatever. Cops fucking come. My friend got in trouble. We got in trouble. We got off. But anyway, moral to the story is you kill people's animals, mm, karma comes. This motherfucker loved to kill. Where I grew up, people would shoot your dog. Okay. I grew up in Connecticut. And if you had a fucking stupid-ass dog that would, like, eat other people's dogs and, like, kill people's chickens and livestock and sheeps and rabbits, I shoot your dog. It's a $500 fine for me. But your dog is on my property. Fuck you. It's a, I pay the $500. bye bye to your dog. Where I grew up, you know what's big right now? Wolf, wolf hybrids. Have you seen these fucking things? Stupid fucking Game of Thrones. Stupid fucking... Let me tell you something, people. My stepdaddy, who I hated, God rest his fucking soul. We used to breed Great Danes and Dobermans. Let me tell you about wolf hybrids. Wolf hybrids kill more fucking people yearly than any other fucking dog. You're never going to hear about it in the news because pit bulls 
are like the hot topic that sells fucking news. Wolf hybrids, people. You can buy a fucking wolf hybrid online now. Five, six hundred bucks. That fucking dog. Let me tell you about dogs, people. Phenotypes. A fucking wolf and a fucking regular dog does not mix genetically. You might get the first one to come out okay. You have a group of puppies, right? One's going to be controllable. The other three, not so much. And let me tell you, those fuckers, they walk around the streets buck 50, buck 60, buck 70. Strong, alpha, do what they want. Will bite the fuck out of you. Bad idea to mix wild animal genes with dog genes. It's the newest craze right now because the dogs are beautiful. They're physically beautiful. And what they do is they mix them with German shepherds and huskies. And huskies are only a gene- like one genetic point away from being a wolf. They were originally wolves that were domesticated. Well, all dogs were originally right, wolves. Right, but, but huskies are so close genetically. So when they mix them, they come out, they're beautiful. Like people buy them because they're really beautiful. Like it's a beautiful dog, but the dog walks around the streets at a buck fifty. And not like a mastiff buck fifty, like a wild buck fifty that can climb a fucking tree and chase you and wear you out and eat the shit out of you. You're better off, and this is crazy. My friend's a dog trainer. You're better off actually getting a full wolf and training it from the time it was little. That's a better idea than getting a wolf hybrid. People are like, oh, I'll mix them. I go, no, 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 no. A pure wolf is a bad idea. It's not as bad as that. Because if you get three of them in a litter, one will be controllable, the other two, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But German shepherds, wolves, huskies, wolves, that's what they usually mix them with. Because they're close. And they, they look great. Stupid fucking idea. You, people go pit bulls. A pit bull is a bitch compared to a wolf hybrid. A pit bull, I, I'm going to buy a pit bull, but a real one, which is only 43 pounds. My friend breeds them in San Diego. They're little. I want a dog I put in a car. If the zombie apocalypse comes, I can pick up Matt. We can drive off with guns and do our thing with my pit bull. What, you don't want to buy Hercules? You no. seen that fucking dog? Yeah, it's too fat. Let me tell you about dogs. A dog over 100 pounds is not a good idea. Why? Their lifespan is cut in half by about half. We had Great Danes that were beautiful. Great Danes, real lifespan, that breeders aren't going to tell you this shit because they want you to buy the dog. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, seven years. If you're really lucky, 10, usually five to seven. When a dog is 200 plus pounds, they don't do well. They're beautiful. It's like having a horse as a pet. I don't understand it. I grew up with it. I would never own a dog over 50 pounds now. Yeah, I don't get it either because when you got to take that motherfucker to the vet and it doesn't want to go, you got problems. Mastiffs, I grew up with them. Mastiffs kill people. Mastiffs were bred a thousand years ago to drop human beings. Mastiffs, you want a dog to eat people, people? Mastiffs. Press of canarios, boar bells. English Mastiffs, Cane Corsos, uh, Doggo Argentinos, they'll eat a human being. They're bred to do that. Pitbulls, eh, the real ones are little. They're gamey. They like to kill other animals. With people, not so much. I've been led to believe, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, part of the reason pitbulls are so good at dogfighting is 
they think they're defending their master, that they're that loyal. Well, this is another thing. We're getting into so many weird shit tonight. Single moms. This is what's cool about Matt. We can go to all kinds of fucking weird tangents. Guns, robberies, all kinds of shit. This is the thing. With pit bulls, they're prey-driven. So they were good in a ring against another dog. They tend not to like other dogs. They tend not to like other animals. Um, but with people, people don't know this unless they know dogs. They get stolen a lot. And the reason they get stolen a lot is because they actually like human beings. So they'll go up to a stranger and be like, you know, happy, and then get stolen. A fucking mastiff? Not so much. They're not going to want to fucking leave their master. A Doberman pincher? I grew up with Dobermans. A fucking Doberman? You ain't getting that fucking dog in a car unless you shoot it or tranquilize it. It ain't going to go with you. It's going to try to eat the shit out of you. But it ain't going with a stranger. They're like very... They're like one family dogs. They don't... Problem with Dobermans, they don't live long either. They have a lot of congenital problems. They're good for like about... My brother's got them. I don't have them. I don't, I, my best dog I ever had was a Doberman. My brother's got one. It's probably six, seven years old. They're good for about eight, nine years. That's it. Well, that's what happens when you inbreed. Not even just inbreeding. They're not, they have, it's not even, you can inbreed a dog and it comes out better. It's just how you do it. it it's, when, when you breed a dog, when you have a purebred dog and you breed it to do something and it's very specific, it's going to have congenital issues. Mutts, tend to be a lot healthier than purebreds because when you breed a mutt, it breeds out all the fucking all the fucking problems between the two breeds a lot of times. Kind of like white and black people. You breed them together, they become very powerful. You know, black people tend to have credit, but they can jump high. You know what I'm saying? You look at fucking Danny, smart as fuck, right? Sounds racist, but I'm a half-breed. I can say this shit. Um, the problem is when you breed a dog to do a specific function, you're breeding it for that. It's going to have problems, whatever it is. Dalmatians have hearing problems. Not all of them. They were bred to not be afraid of fire. Dalmatians are also fucking mean most they of the time. They are very mean. And they're, they, they were originally used for guard and fire. They were bred. What's cool about Dalmatians is they're not afraid of fire. They bred a dog that is not, like wolves. Are, the only weakness a wolf has is it's afraid of fire. A Dalmatian is not afraid of smoke and fire. It was bred... Not, it can deal with fire and smoke. It, it doesn't mind it. It was bred for that, but they have a lot. Any white dog can have hearing problems. It's a congenital issue. When you have a white dog, you have to check it for deafness because white dogs tend to have hearing problems. So any white dog you get, eh, I was never a Dalmatian fan. I grew, my friend had one growing up. I didn't like the fucking dog. They're mean. They're hard to train. They don't listen. You know what doesn't listen? A bad dog, a dumb dog is a chow. Dumber than fuck. One person dog. I knew a stripper that had a chow. It was mean as fuck. Chows eat people more than a chow will bite a kid in two seconds. They hate fucking kids. They're a one person dog. Whoa, whoa. Why are you saying they're dumb dogs then? They, oh, you are fucking, oh, you're going to get in trouble for that shit, dude. I didn't even go there. You fucked up. We've been drinking continuously, people, for two fucking hours. And I am speedballing now with Nas and whiskey to take in more whiskey to finish this fucker. And then I'm going to drive to West Hills. 
But he'll be sober by the time he drives. I'll be sober by the time I... Because my car is in the fucking hills of Bronson. I got to walk a mile to my fucking car, people. Uphill both ways. Uphill. I'm going to pass tranny hookers and all kinds of lovely shit in Hollywood. Armenians that are trying to hit on the tranny hookers but don't think they're gay. My favorite thing when my friends are on the down low and hit on chicks with dicks and try to explain their shit. That is the greatest fucking thing on earth. I got to ask you, uh, this was actually a conversation on the episode that's dropping tomorrow with a previous guest. What is your thought of sleeping with a trans, per- a okay, trans woman I that got, has I a got, vagina? I got a good story for you. I'm not into that shit. but I have Why a- aren't you? I have a friend who's on TV right now. My other friend. You're dodging suffer. the question, Mike. I'm not. I, I'm not into transgender chicks. I'm not into... Fuck, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's not my thing. I like the energy of a woman. My problem is with my two transgender friends. To me, they're still dudes. They're not fooling anybody. One is pretty hot. If you saw her on the street, you would not know that she was ever a dude until she opens her fucking mouth. And she has the tranny voice. And you just, you're done. My other friend is like 6'9". She's on TV too. Still looks kind of like a dude up close. It's not my thing. Is it a bad thing? No. If you like transgender bitches, knock yourself out. What's your fucking, uh, what's your show tomorrow about? Oh, we're just going to be drunk in a strip club tomorrow. Oh, are you talking about the one that airs tomorrow? Right. Oh, it was a buddy of mine, adult industry insider. But that conversation came up. It's like, would you, I've never had the opportunity to sleep with a trans woman I'm not interested in anyone with a penis. You got to have the right genitals for me. Yeah, no, that's not my thing. But I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just not my fucking trick. Well, I've never had the opportunity, so I was just kind of like kicking around the idea of the opportunity presented itself. Would it be a hard no or what? I had a friend who used to bang tran- tra- post-op trannies. He loved them. The vagina's not the same, people. He told me. I asked him. I go, what's the vagina like? He goes, it's not the same. Well, and that was part of the curiosity. Is like, how is that science pussy? The science pussy people is not that deep because a man's hips is narrow. A woman's hips are round so they can, have, they can bear children. The depth, and he wasn't a big, well-hung dude. He wasn't a black dude with a giant dick. Motherfucker maybe had six inches at best, five. He was telling me. But he said when he was banging her, he was already hitting the back of it. I'm like, dude, you're not, you know, you're telling me you're a little guy. He goes, Mike, it wasn't the same. I go, how could it be the fucking same? It can't be the same. My problem is with my transgender friends is they, they're batshit fucking crazy. I can't handle their bullshit. I don't give a fuck what they do with their bodies. Pick a fucking sex. If you're going to become a woman, become a fucking woman. But no, you're still not really a chick. You, you're kind of in the middle. And you do what you fucking want. Some motherfucker will fuck you. Well, that's the case for most people. Someone will fuck you. Someone will fuck. Guys will fuck you. Guys are fucking stupid. We'll oh, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, we think with our dicks. We think with our dicks. Listen, transgender girls, you'll find some motherfucker that will bang you out. The problem is he might be a homosexual. You're not going to get a pure... My friend who's on TV, she's like, I want a straight guy. Straight guys aren't going to fucking date you. They're just not. Her ex-boyfriend was gay. They're not dating you. The guy, the guys that I hang out with, we're not fucking dating you. We're not, I'm, I'm open-minded. I have four gay cousins. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care if you fuck... what. Listen, people, don't fuck retarded people. Don't fuck animals. I don't care what. And don't fuck little kids. Don't be a kid fucker, an animal fucker, or a retard fucker, but you can fuck each other. You transgender, good for you. 
<coughs> but no, 90, I want to say, you can, you can back me up, Matt. 95% of the guys you're going to meet aren't going to fuck you. I honestly don't know. They, I, listen, he's more Switzerland than me. I know a lot of fucking dudes. Let me tell you. I've talked to them. I hung out with my friend. I have one friend out of probably 500 that isn't a transgender pussy. One. And he looks like a goblin. You're fucked. You should have stayed a gay guy. You're fucked. I'm not going to hate on their choices. But- I, listen, I'm, I'm not either. I don't give a fuck. But my gay cousins are hilarious. Because they hate bisexual people. Why? I don't fucking know. And then I found, then I found a transgender. And I asked them why. They go, well, it's, you know, it's not. It's just they gay. Oh, well, maybe they really think they're women. No, Muratoria, it's a form of schizophrenia. They're not. It's not real. Well, who knows what's real? I don't hey, fucking know. If it's not negatively affecting them, who fucking cares? Gay people get weird, you know? I asked my cousin about bisexuality. It's the greatest thing. We have a bi cousin who's fucked up, right? My cousin, my gay cousin goes, he's just buying time. He's a faggot. He's just a big... Miguel, come out of the closet. Eee! I hear the closet creaking. It's calling your name. They're not big into fucking bisexuality. But, like, women can be bisexual. <coughs> They're always gender fluid. They, they'll fuck each other and eat each other's pussies and do their thing and, you know, fuck Well, because the female form is much more attractive than us. I agree. I love pussy. I have a friend. She ate pussy and she hated it. And I said, Chrissy, of course you fucking hated it. You're straight. You're not going to like pussy. It's a complicated fucking mechanism. It's not your thing. It's like, it's like a mousetrap. You got to know what you're doing. It's not your happiness. I love motherfucking pussy. Do you eat ass, Matt? I eat ass, too. Yeah, given yeah. the right situation. Yeah, like we'll eat ass. I have a lot of black friends that don't eat ass. Listen, black guys, I got two friends that eat ass. You need to eat some ass. You eat an ass, the chick will kill her own mother. Just letting you know. It's 2018. Eat that ass. You got to eat that ass. Ass is the new pussy, people. Orange is the new black. Ass is the new pussy. Just went down on a girl yesterday. Nice. Was she a porn girl? She was. I love porn pussy. You got to hook me up with some of that shit. I'm fascinated with those motherfuckers. I'll, I'll let you know. But she was honestly shocked that I was going down on her. Why was she shocked? She's like, oh, you're going. Well, yeah, we're fucking. Got it. I'm going to go down on you. You just sucked my dick. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it is just such a fucking rarity that dudes don't go down. Maybe they don't go down on her because she's been banged out by a million dudes. What do you fucking do? It ain't Everest. I ain't planting a flag. Did you eat her asshole? No, I didn't flip her over for the asshole last night. Uh, ass is a special thing. They gotta be. You gotta be into them to eat their. I won't just eat anybody's ass. Most women don't deserve to have their ass eaten. They just they gotta earn that. Yeah, that's a. That's a little more intimate. It's like it's, ass, a little bit, it's a little bit more intimate. It's like ass eating and cuddling. That's intimacy. Now, have you ever had your ass eaten, Matt? I haven't, and I would not recommend doing it. I'm a Jew with Jewish bowels. You don't want your tongue back there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. It's like putting your fucking tongue on a muffler or a sewer, or a muffler sewer. It, it's like an open septic tank. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you don't, you want no unless part you of want, that unless you want hepatitis B. You don't want that shit. No, I got a vaccine for that. Thank you. Wow, then, then you're all right then. Oh, yeah, no, I've been to Africa, so I got hep A and B vaccinations. Where'd you go in Africa? South Africa. Cape Town? Yep. Those motherfuckers, people. Those white people are killers. Just letting you know. They ain't like American whites. They will fuck somebody up. Oh, Cape Town was fucking wild. 
Cape Town and Johannesburg is some wild ass shit. Nigerian gangs make American gangs look like pussies. These motherfuckers are on some level of violence that's it's on another galaxy. What's crazy down there? If you are granted a firearms license by the by the government down mm-hmm. there, you are required to have a silencer. Why is that? So you don't disturb the peace. And a woman there can shoot her husband if he's trying to hurt her. Did you know that? Nope. Therese Sharon, the fucking actress, her mother killed her father. Because motherfucker used to beat her up and do awful shit and break into the house with the uncle. Shot them both. That would fuck somebody up. Listen, and you can run a light in South. If a woman's in a car and another guy comes up beside you and tries to pin your car, you can drive through that light and save yourself. They used to. They might have stopped it now. They used to have exhausts on the sides of the cars that could shoot like flames. So if you try to rob the fucking car, you get burnt. Yeah, Joburg was the carjacking capital of the world. Yeah, motherfuckers would go to jump on like a Range Rover, and the, the mufflers were on the side, but they had like fire. They could shoot fire out, you get burnt. To visit there is cool. To live there wouldn't be good. It was cool to visit. It's hilarious to me. I didn't realize how fucking dangerous it was until... Years after the fact. What were you doing down there? Getting drunk. That's cool. Literally, I try to do one international trip a year. Try to do two. I went, fucking, I want to go to Africa. Let's go to Cape Town. Did you get any fucking Cape African, fucking South African pussy? I did not. Australia and Africa are the two continents I have not banged on. Really? my You saw, you saw Josh's wife. Did you see her? She's Australian. Oh, no, no. It wasn't for a lack of trying in Australia. I zigged where I should have zigged. She was magnificent. She's magnificent. When I met her, I love both of them. When I met her, I was shocked. It's like three weeks ago. I go, you're Livy? She goes, yeah. Go, you're absolutely beautiful. She goes, thank you. I was like, do they have more of you in Australia? She goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, god damn. Oh, it's crazy. Australian women love American dudes for some reason. She she told me that when we when we met on Monday she just loved him she was like Mike you know they're different <clears throat> she goes it's a different it's a different thing it's like she just really took a liking to him instantly seriously when I was in Sydney my ugly ass had girls just buying me drinks they will listen guys if you're sad go to Canada go to the Midwest go to set go to the South in America. Go to South America, go to Europe, go to Asia, go to Australia. You will fucking, Australian girls will hit on you. No, 100%. And believe me, nothing's nicer than a girl, a pretty girl buying you an $18 cocktail because Sydney is fucking expensive. Yeah, fucking like in Starbucks, motherfuckers make like $30 an hour because everything's imported into the country. So it's like stupid fucking expensive. Oh, it's crazy. I got... Bacon, eggs, and toast for breakfast one morning is 20 bucks. Guys, Canadian pussy, Australian pussy. You haven't lived till you go to Nova Scotia. Best looking redheads. If motherfuckers out there that like redheads, but the bitches have fucked up teeth. Um, you gotta like, you gotta like, you, you, do you like redheads? I do. 
Go to Nova Scotia. I got a fucking weakness for them. You go to my brother. My brother married a redhead. You motherfucker. They got stinky pussies though. You got to shave that pussy. It's like fucking weird, and you got to douche that shit. And you got to fucking clean it up. But Nova Scotia, the hottest redheads because you're like from way back in Scotland. <clears throat> Their teeth. Oh my god. It's like it's like oh my god. It's like fucking like the 15th century. Like what the fuck? Like like what you brush your teeth with sugar? How the fuck did you get teeth like that? Just look over there while I get you from behind. That's all you got to do. Don't let them suck your dick. It's like putting your, ma- your dick in a shark's mouth. You don't want that. No, no, that's or not Or like so a good. broken can. Like, you know, when you, when you open the top of a can and it splits out, you don't want that. No, no, I don't want my dick nowhere near that. Nowhere. You don't want your dick near that. No. Hard pass. Hard So you pass. have a thing for, like, what's your, what's like, what would be, like, <clears throat> the ultimate pussy for you? Like, what's the ultimate chick for you? I'm into red hair, big fake tits. Yeah, I like big tits and big ass myself. I don't have a color scheme. Oh, uh, it's, it's a preference, not a requirement. What would be like your ultimate chick? I haven't fucking met her yet. Like, like in, in like life, like if a celebrity or a porn star, who's like your ultimate fucking piece of ass? Honestly, I... Who do you think's like the hottest chick that you've seen? Like in porn or in like movies and shit? Well, Jessica Alba in the late '90s was fucking. She amazing. was. She was fucking hot. Yeah, you got good taste. Fucking amazing. I had a thing for Kate Beckinsale. Oh, Kate was gorgeous. Delicious. I have a weakness. If I, what, what would you prefer, brunettes or blondes? I like brunettes. I, I have a thing for brunettes. I like jet black hair. I like that too, but like brunettes. I have a thing for darker hair, but I don't care about the skin color. It could be black. It could be white. It could be everything. Well, I like jet black hair, pale with light eyes. I like that. You are a white guy. You like that gothic vampire shit. Oh, yeah. I like everything. It's the packaging. If I don't, I can meet a woman, and in three seconds, I know where I Like the 60-year-old that hit on me, I'm like, bitch, you can get the fuck out of here. Well, much like you, I've I've had sex with, you know, Blondes, brunettes, red. I have hair. fucked so many fat women. I need high cholesterol medicine, just to let you fat ladies know, because I know you need love. I I fuck you. My, Matt might not fuck you. I fuck you. I fucked a lot of you. Depends on witnesses and whiskey intake. Yeah, see, I don't even need the whiskey because I'm a whore. I fuck you. I won't know if I'll fuck you now because I've done a lot of you. But you know, I I've met some fat women that are very nice that put out. L.A. fat women have fucking attitude problems. But where I grew up, they were great. Hey, they'll keep you warm at night. It's like a big igloo on top of you. I don't want to be naked and afraid of my own life. <laughs> but on that note, Mike, we are going to wrap real quick. We're gonna Good, because I got to go to the bathroom, you fuck. Oh, we could have paused at any time. This isn't live. Yeah, all right. Well, you guys have been awesome. Mike, where can we find you on social media that you barely fucking use? I barely use it. I'm going to start using it, though. Serial Killer of Comedy on Instagram. Midget Demon on Twitter. Uh, Serial Killer of Comedy on Facebook. That's it. Oh, oh, my website, SerialKillerOfComedy.com. Well, Mike, thank you for doing the show. Thank you. It was a good time. As always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. Until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. (laughs) 